Hello! Hello, everyone. Greetings, intrepid voyeurs on the World Wide Web, and welcome to Session 10 of Yuma Station, an unedited, seat-of-the-pants, actual play using Mongoose Traveler 2.0. This episode, as are all of the magnificent sessions of Yuma Station, is being brought to you by the Twisted Minds at Happy Jack's RPG Network. You will find all of our past episodes, as well as a slew of other rambunctious role-playing at Happy Jack's org. I am Bill Roper, your humble station master, who spends every other Monday on the edge of my seat, just as unsure as you are of what these wickedly wonderful wolpoyos have up their sleeves. And just who, you may ask, are these offbeat elite of the character sheet? Go ahead and ask. I'll wait. I am so glad you ask. Now, as we trip the light fantastic around the virtual tabletop, I would like you all to state your name, describe your character, and then tell us about the last dream that your character remembers. Um, and I'm going to start us off with uh, with Mr. Holtham. And then you get to decide who goes next. You're going to do the handoff. You all get to do that. Ooh, exciting. Hi, all. Jay Holtham here playing hey, Miles. Wait. Can you say who you're going to pick before you do your thing so that person can use that advantage? I feel like that is not how this is going to go <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all start so, thinking now jason good find luck on the find out parallel right here <laughs> that's right that is exactly <laughs> right but the good thing is i get to f around and someone else gets to find out so hi all jay holtham here playing miles manning uh engineer and co-owner of the ursula um and uh, he wears a very nice uh, armored suit of late. Uh, um, he's in the dark about a number of things. And his last dream, uh, he had a dream that he was back at home with his grandparents uh, having a peanut butter and jelly, uh, as you do when you're a little kid, uh, except he was also an adult, but in all little kid stuff. Uh, and it felt very warm and cozy. And I am going to pass it to Blue. Hello, I'm Clara, and I'm playing Blue Lynn Wallace, our uh, pilot slash uh, scion, who has is. I, I started this game with like I'm only going to use it in uh, uh, very emergency circumstances, and then used it all the time, and. I nothing has ever happened that it'll ever go wrong ever. That is important to know. I've never faced consequences for any of my actions. Uh, what was the problem? Oh yeah, uh, I think the last dream, like the last time Blue dreamed. I think she's because uh, she spent the last episode hanging out with Portia, her old uh, smuggling crew, uh, and the old smuggling crew. And I think she has been having someone else's dreams. So that's a thing that sometimes happens, especially since she hasn't had to like hang out with other psychics in a while, is that sometimes you just have other people's dreams. I know how we're starting the session. (laughs) Fuck my life. Oh, man. Now I want to know, like, if you have the dream, does that person lose it? Like, do you steal their dreams? Like, now I'm terrified. Even more than I was before. That's horrifying. It was not where I was going with it, but sh- I mean, like, I don't know. What do you think? Claire, who goes next? Uh, now, it's, now it's Dave. Yeah, I raised my hand. Or I tried to look away from the teacher. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Kadave. Uh, I'm playing Benjamin Lister, 
the eminently paranoid uh, podcaster on our crew uh, who is out to find all the weirdness at the edge of the galaxy and avoid being shut down and perhaps waylaid to a black site for the things he has put out there on the internet. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think... I think he has a recurring nightmare that he's had, like, his whole life, right? Where he falls asleep in his little makeshift hollow studio that he set up as, like, a, a preteen on the space station in, like, a crawl space, a la Newt from Alien kind of a thing. And, like, the nightmare is that he falls asleep there and he wakes up. And there's, like, the pressure loss alarm going off. And, like, the wind is whistling by, and he can't get out, and he can't find his family. And, like, it's just a thing that has stuck with him for forever. Uh, and it probably contributes to the the fact that he's super paranoid about pressure loss <laughs> and, and all of that. Uh, I think we'll go to Sal. Hello, I'm Sam, uh, also known as Red Pandroid, and I play Salamander Brooks, a.k.a. Sal, our resident uh, stabby person in space. Um, she looks like, um, if you picture Rumi Mara from Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, but in space, that's her. Um, and let's see, her last dream, um, I think... Uh, we were treated to a Matrix-esque action sequence of Sal um, and a couple of uh, robotic quadruped companions just kicking ass in um, a street fight on the Yuma station in her last stream. And we're going to send it over to Jason. Hi, I'm Jason. I'm playing Alex Murillo, uh, the ship's astrogator and uh, also part-time uh, vac suit inventor. So uh, that's that's an ongoing project. Also, Alex is the only person who knows the truth about psionics in, in the universe so far. So we're at least the only person outside of the secret government program that's uh, genetically modifying humans with alien DNA. So, uh, so of course, those secret government agents know what they're doing, but um, Alex also knows. He has figured it out. Um, his recurring dream seems like a nightmare at first, but what happens is he's going through the ship, uh, you know, saying good morning to everyone, coffee, whatever, um, and is headed out to the airlock because that's he spends a lot of time working outside. That's He's very comfortable in vacuum. I think I'd mentioned before, that's like like when the meditation tape says, go to your cave, his cave is space in your vac suit, just floating in the black. Um, but his dream is he's going out there, is cycling the airlock, looks down and realize he's buck naked. But then the airlock opens and he drifts out and he realizes he's fine. And it's sort of the flying dream but he just is like in space with nothing, literally buck naked. Uh, and he's, it's, 
like turns out to be like there's a panic moment and then he's like oh this is kind of cool it's a little chilly <laughs> just got out of the pool what do you want um i think that's it fantastic thank you all for sharing those those dreams um going from peaceful to well, i guess i guess all of them are peaceful even sal's is peaceful that's that's a peaceful sweet dream for sal it's sal's happy place <laughs> sal's happy place um so now if samantha would you do us the honor of the last session recap uh and uh, i certainly would let's see yeah, i'm gonna sit back and have this. a have a scotch while you do that so go ahead excellent Session nine, <clears throat> Blue stayed with Portia to help get the ship back to Yuma Station. She's not too keen on the Navy, uh, who's involved with our next job. We just had a, had a flashback. Uh, Benjamin boarded the dancer and talked to Portia about filming during the delivery. Um, he, he also talked to their crew about Blue's time on the dancer. Uh, she was apparently a competent pilot, quiet, suspiciously insightful, not much of a partier. Um, don't ever play cards with her. Tip. Uh, Berkeley asked him some questions about Alex. Wink. Um, and Portia told Ben that Blue saved their asses plenty, but kept to herself. Um, and Portia is a little weirded out that Blue talks to Monty. Blue asked Portia to help out Ben, and uh, he asked her if they've encountered any psychics or people with mind powers. Uh, Portia tells him about a few times when her crew seemed to have information that they shouldn't. Blue's leaving was the most recent turnover. Uh, Ben and the crew reboarded the Ursula. Um, She was very worried that he was gone. Sal read through some after-action reports from Chernobog, about 131 missions over six years, from seven years ago to about a year ago. A lot of info seems to be missing. Um... There are some locations listed in 32-bit hexadecimal, occasionally referencing uh, references to a CO-01 or CO-06 mysteries. We don't know what those are yet. Alex got a hair sample from Blue to test for DNA and promptly went to Ben for help sequencing the DNA. Um, Alex spilled the beans on Xanthus' new body. Ben was wary, all caps and underlined. Ben suggested trying to find a sequencer when we get back to the ship. He filled Alex in on what the crew of the dancer had to say about Blue. Well, and then Sal helped Alex with the stress testing on his armor undersuit. She accidentally cracked one of his ribs and felt mildly bad about it. Um, Then she tried to do a medic on him, (laughs) whiffed it, and straight up broke his rib. Oops, sorry, Alex. Uh, We got prepped for the naval exercise job on the week-long jump over. Um, There will be two Corvettes protecting a lab ship. Miles came up with with a plan. Um, This is not a live fire exercise, he told Sal several times. Uh, Ben did some hacking to get the codes for the ships that we'll encounter, um, and we have coordinates for where they will be. Sal prepped the turrets and enlisted Chernabog to run turret number two. That won't go wrong at all. Uh, Xanthus told Alex he's working on his, uh, his body and making an upgrade to help him fit in. He wants it to be a surprise. <laughs> Red flag! It's probably fine. <laughs> Alex just missed uh, the calculation to slingshot us in, but Miles piloted us in anyway. Uh, we saw two Corvettes. Uh, ben jammed their comms successfully. 
uh, while Sal and Chernobog fired the turrets, hitting the engines on both ships, disabling one. Then hacked the second Corvette and populated its targeting computer with ghost ships, giving Chernobog and Sal a chance to fire again and taking out the second ship. Miles and Alex piloted us into place at the lab ship. Uh, the, the simulated boarding began, and it looks about 50-50, that, uh, but then Chernobog hacked the marine stats, and we crushed it. Miles's contact Cam calmed us over to congratulate us and invite us to the Admiral's vessel, the UGN Undeniable. We docked and boarded the Undeniable. Uh, Cam said he'll meet us at the, the ops station. Miles went ahead to meet the Admiral first, Admiral Winter, uh, who's kind of a hard-ass renegade. Um, she greeted him and offered him an, an op that would pay off our ship. It's a hefty sum. Right before Miles got back, Xanthus politely requested that we come to the galley. Uh, he looks pretty human now and kind of awesome. Miles was not pumped, and Xanthus agreed to stay on the ship until we get back to the station. The Admiral asked us to return three assets in exchange for paying off our ship. Um, when questioned by Sal, she wanted them in condition to communicate, preferably. Uh, Solomon Parker, Indigo, and another female person. Who could that be? So, I, so the episode begins. We see a dinner table that's been set out. Uh, a, a small affair. It's definitely inside of a ship in somewhat tight quarters. And there's what looks to be two fairly clean glasses on the table um, and a large growler of some amber-colored liquid at the center. Uh, there's a couple of plates that have been covered with the tops of probably metal storage containers or old cookware um, to try to make a, a little like cloche setting. Um, and in the center of the table next to the amber liquid uh, is a glow stick that's been placed inside of uh, a casing to attempt to make as romantic a setting as possible. And, What do you do, Blue, when you see this? When is, is this for, is this for me? Is mm -hmm. this? Yes. This is what you're, this is what you're seeing. I, okay. A am I here? <laughs> you, uh, you look down at your hands and your, are your hands normally somewhat smooth? You don't do a lot of manual labor, right? No, yeah. You're more, right. Yeah. Um, your, your normally smooth hands are very rough and, and calloused. Okay. Um, but That's... also also feminine. Okay, so I'm not me. Um, I guess I'll sit down. It's not the first time I think this has happened, but uh, I... It, I mean, it's not easy. It's not like, a, like, oh, yeah, this is fine. I know what to do here. So I guess I'll sit down. Okay. Um, you sit down and uh, the hands start 
arranging things at the table, slightly moving the glasses a little closer, um, moving, almost knocking over the glow stick and then straightening it back up. Uh, and you hear uh, a voice behind you that says, oh, this is unexpected. And you recognize the voice. And it sounds like Alex. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I think I did this for you. Well, if you didn't, I don't know who did. <laughs> I, yeah, and I'll stand back up to, like, offer him a seat. <laughs> I don't know. I just work. I'm, like, 99% sure I'm Berkeley right now, <laughs> which is very odd. So, you, knowing knowing her... Because you've served on a crew with her mm-hmm. for a while, um, you and you and you now kind of look down and you see that there's a uniform where the sleeves are rolled up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mid mid arm, um, and you you feel pretty confident, like, oh yeah, that's 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 who this is. Okay, okay, did not know that about Berkeley. Cool, good to know. And I guess I might have. Who knows? So Alex, Alex sits down. He uh, he goes and and. Though first uh, pulls his chair up, but then comes back around and holds your chair up for you and says, "No, please, you you sit first. <laughs> you you've gone to all this trouble. Thank you. It's very confusing." <laughs> um, and he and so he sits down and then says, "So, so what's the occasion?" I don't know. Ah. Uh, are we dating? <laughs> well, um, I, I'm a little concerned you have to ask, um, but uh, y- yes, yeah, I, I thought we were. This isn't this isn't one of those like dear John dinners or something, is it? Uh, okay, so like, is there anything else in the like space that's like there's? Like, is there a ring in my pocket or anything like that? I'm like patting down my pockets like, oh, no. Uh, Make a make a um, uh, investigate (laughs) or or um, recon plus intelligence roll. Uh, This is truly my worst nightmare. (laughs) Let me see here. Do I have investigate? I do not. Okay. So or, my intelli- or recon. I don't know if you have either of those, but so I don't think so. Okay. I have make neither a, of those things. Just make make a make a roll neg three plus intelligence modifier. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a five plus a uh, that's a five. Okay. Um, you don't seem to gain any additional helpful information from your surroundings or anything that's on your person. I don't. Th- think Berkeley is breaking up with you. Um, Are you referring to yourself in the third person now? I'm glad. I'm glad because Alex isn't breaking up with you either. Uh, Let's just sit down. Let's just sit down. I I think I wanted to just have a nice moment with you. 
I, we've been to, I'm trying to like timeline how long Berkeley and Alex and Alex would have known each other, which is not long. And so like blue is sort of like malfunctioning on the social level. <laughs> There's a shot. I have a social five. So like, yeah, un- unlike usual, this is all. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm just doing something nice for you. Please sit down. Oh, yeah, I, I, I like something nice. I, I, I really do. Um, I, I thought maybe this was, you know, because of what today is. God, I hate you. Um. <laughs> but I, you know, look, I, I did, I did get you a little something. And Alex reaches into his his jacket and pulls out and slides a a small square box across the table. I panic. Um, I open it. It's <laughs> horrifying. Um, inside is a small, not small, but maybe about this big around. So maybe uh, four inches in diameter um, disc that is metal has some circular etchings in it um, and has uh, a small, what looks like connecting node in the middle of it. And he's like, I, I wanted you to have the first one off the, off the prototype fabricator that's so kind of you what is it (laughs) what is it it's it's the thing i've been working on for the last year i know but i like hearing you say it it's the power cell that miles and i invented (laughs) yeah there you go that's so cool um thank you that's that's very sweet of you i know you worked really hard on these well, I mean, if everything goes to plan, you know, this could turn into like a real revenue stream. I mean, we could fund all kinds of research off of this. And, you know, I was, I mean, I, I would have never got here without you. Oh, that's really sweet. Thank you. Uh, and like, it, can I tell what, what Berkeley feels about this? Or am I just riding this dream like as if it was mine? Um. You, you know that from having done this before, if you want to, if you want to basically go into the co-pilot seat, Mm -hmm. you can do that. I mean, like, this feels like a very personal moment and I feel bad stealing it from Berkeley, if that makes sense. Sure. (laughs) Um, So if there's any way for, if, if there's any way for Blue to wake up, she would do that. Uh, do you want to do you want to wake up and with the opportunity of not waking of not ending the dream? Fuck. Yeah, I want to see if I can leave that way. All right. So go ahead and make a um, psionics roll at a 10 plus. I love that. For success. Traveler 
totally has rules for this. Just brute psionics? Yeah, just just uh, make 2d6 plus your psionics modifier against a 10. Well, that's a 5. So you start backing out of the dream uh, and you're 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 trying to go really slowly, mm-hmm. right? You know that like if you if you let it more fade than walk away, um, that's your best chance. Um, and Alex leans in for a passionate kiss, and you're like, "Oh nope, nope!" And you're like, "Yeah," and you like pull out really quickly. Um, and then, and then you see like everything goes almost like staticky for a second. Um, and then you see Alex back away, like move back from you, but everything is from a very odd perspective. Like Alex is, is very, feels very large compared to you and, and like kind of towering above you. And it's I don't love this. almost like you're looking through something. Um, and he, and he said, and then, and then Alex says, I'm watching you, Captain, and you wake up. What? <laughs> Did I accidentally land in Monty before I got up? <laughs> and then you sit bolt upright in, in the bunk, and everybody else is, you know, the, it's basically like there's usually three people on, two people sleeping in mm-hmm, a rotation because mm-hmm. it has such a minimal crew, um, and it's you and Berkeley that have been sleeping. Damn it. Okay. I like look at Berkeley, just like, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I don't want to go back to bed. <laughs> at least maybe, um, damn. Uh, I'll get up. I'll, I'll wander around. I don't like the idea of going back to bed now. <laughs> right. Okay. So we're going to get, we're going to cut back to the, uh, to the Admiral's table where we left off um, from the previous episode, there are two tablets that you've looked at. Um, also, just for the for the players uh, on, I did share the pad data for everybody in the stream. So hopefully, um, you have that somewhere you can you can see those files. Yep. Um, the The first pad has uh, the picture of an of an older gentleman. Um, whose name is um, Solomon Parker. He's a retired commander uh, within the UGNS. Uh, he's about 74 years of age, uh, is, is tall, about 6'1", and, and still very fit. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, there's something called a psi rating that's listed uh, as, a, as his, and his psi rating, whatever that is, is an 09. Um, it lists his talents as telepathy. Um, his status is, uh, should be, and if I wrote this wrong, I apologize. So I was flipping between stuff should be abducted um, with an unknown current location. He has three known associates um, and I'll let you guys kind of go from here. I'm just, just, you can, you can, I'll let you parse through this stuff. Um, the second um, on there is, uh, what looks to be a, a fairly young 
they them and, and that's how they identify as a they them um, only by the name of Indigo, um, who's listed as a recruit, um, very young, like 13 years of age, um, with an unknown psi rating, and the talents listed are telepathy and unknown. Um, with a status also listed as abducted and unknown locations. Um, the third pad, as you bring it up, and already the Admiral Winter has told you that it was a male, uh, a gender fluid and a, and a female. Um, okay. I think there are different expectations on who this might be amongst the crew. But as the third pad is activated, you see that it is uh, someone named Enola Sixkiller who is uh, rank is Agent R2. Um, she's obviously of um, First Nations descent from Earth, um, age 30, uh, somewhat short, but in, in excellent shape. And her psi rating, again, whatever that is, is a 14. Um, she's listed as having telepathy and awareness, and her status um, is set as, uh, as AWOL, absent without leave. The one last thing I will note of interest as you look at this and you go down to known associates, you see that there's a current agent by the name of Ziva Foxwell. There's Solomon Parker, who's also, um, who's also missing. And then the third known associate on the list is Blue Lynn Wallace. So the Admiral says, all right, so here's the targets. We would really prefer them back alive. We have a lot of questions especially of this six killer hmm. uh, agent six killer left the Institute under violent circumstances. She killed a fellow agent and stole a UGNS scout ship. Even with that, we want her alive because we need to understand why she did what she did. If anyone helped her, and if they did, where they are, because as best that we have heard from the Institute, they have interviewed all of their agents and all of their staff and all of their instructors, and no one there seems to know anything. Now, <sighs> I don't really necessarily believe in what the Institute claims that their agents can do. And I actually think when they list talents with things like telepathy and awareness, that those are code phrases that they use to try to throw people off. What I have found that the Institute does is all the things that the UGNS cannot publicly do. And Agent Six Killer is particularly good at those things. Mm-hmm as is evident by the way that she chose to leave her service. Hmm. So when I say that this mission is not without risk, I can't emphasize enough the fact that you will be up against one agent who, from everything that I have been led to understand, uh, is an extremely effective infiltration and erasure agent. Mm-hmm. Now, Commander Parker apparently was on staff for a good many years at the Institute and was recently classified as a civilian contractor um, working in their recruitment department. 
and I've heard nothing else uh, negative about him. And in fact, the reason that he's gone missing has to deal with the, the recruit, which it appears that for some reason, the Institute is very keen to get back. Um, there are, again, unknown talents, whatever a psi rating is. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think that might be physical aptitude or physical scientific intelligence. Um, every branch has its own TLAs, right? We love three letter acronyms in the military mm-hmm. and branches keep that to themselves. But what I will say is to have someone recruited into the UGNS at such a young age, there does need to be something potentially quite remarkable about them. So I am sure this is why this particular asset uh, is very high on their list to retrieve. Some Uh, questions. Yes. Uh, Is Six Killer suspected in the abduction of Parker and Indigo? It is unclear whether she was involved in that or not. However, it does seem awfully convenient. And I don't like convenience or coincidence. Hmm. So Six Killer went AWOL, and then shortly thereafter, Parker and Indigo were abducted. Yes. What was the manner of death uh, in, with the agent that Six Killer took out? The agent's throat was crushed. Mm. Got it. And from the evidence of the wounds from the front, not from a behind, not from an attack from behind. Hmm. I have a couple questions, if I may. Of course. Uh, one, would we be able to interview anyone from the Institute about the escapes? Uh, or, you know, any of the relevant information. There, there could be a lot of context that we're missing here. Sorry, I was a university professor, and I, I just I like to make sure I have the whole picture to work from. I have been instructed, which, as I'm sure Mr. Manning can appreciate, mm-hmm. I don't like being instructed. No, I wouldn't either. But I have been instructed by those at a higher station than I am and to respect the chain of command that this is the information provided. Got it. Okay. I understand. I, I think I imagined that question was a little bit of a long shot, probably a more reasonable question. Would we be able to requisition anything from the Navy's armory locker here on the ship? We I may be able, we may be able to help you. The, challenge I will have is that I would need to find things that are off book should they ever be found. Not that I believe you will not be successful uh, in your assignment. If I thought that was the case, I wouldn't have offered it to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm sure you can understand by the delicate nature of this assignment that I can't just give you military stamped or issued goods. Oh, I, I, that makes perfect sense to me. But, you know, if I have the opportunity to look around and, and find something that maybe has been in the dusty corner for a while, I, I, you know, would love to have the chance. Mm. 
Um, question. Are there other interested parties? As far as I know, there are no other interested parties. Um, however, just the fact that a UNGS, UGNS vessel, transport vessel was assaulted either speaks of a desperate individual or potentially some megacorp who's decided they believe they can take on the Navy. Mm. I would not suspect pirates to attempt this. I would not suspect someone trying to show off to try mm-hmm. this kind of thing. So it's either someone who knows what they're doing and is and or desperate, or it is a concerted effort from one of the megacorps because they would have the financial and ship fortitude to be able to attempt something of this caliber. And so our only leads here basically are Ziva Foxwell, uh, Zivan Smith, basically. Of the, of the known associates of these individuals, um, and, and apparently these were the ones that were pared down from mm-hmm. anyone they would have had casual contact with, um, the ones that are not insular to themselves would be Ziven Smith, who is a current professor with the Institute, Commander Corvin Forgrave, who is the director and head of the Institute, Ziva Foxwell, who is an agent who knew Enola Six Killer and a Blue Lynn Wallace, who apparently also is AWOL. Well, Blue is AWOL, so that may make Blue difficult to find. Hmm. We certainly can request an interview with the members of the Institute. Interesting. Um, Final question. What sort of proof? I know the the intention is to bring these folks back alive. Should that prove to be difficult? What um, manner of proof would you need that we found them? Well, I would assume if you are not able to return with their actual physical form, mm-hmm. uh, there may be other things you could return I can't with. Can't do it right now, buddy. Uh, everything from DNA sampling to I, I hesitate to say something like video proof that is so easy to manipulate and change. So I really believe that um, your, your best bet is to either return them whole or retrieve their bodies. Now, the only one that I would suggest you even consider not bringing back alive would be a Nola six killer 
if you were required to do so. As of this point, Solomon Parker and the recruit Indigo have been abducted. That's the... Got it, it. Would seem, it would seem strange if that were the case. Okay. Ah, by the way, for the folks at home, it seems that we've lost some video feed. Uh, we're I'm Dave's on it. working on it. Dave's working on it. We'll get it back. All right. Uh, and again, I will say, um, while I will make the request of... of Commander Forgrave, um, there's no guarantee that they will allow you to have an interview with the, any of the staff or agents professors at the Institute. They have let us know um, that they have conducted a thorough investigation and believe that no one there is involved. But I am more than happy to pass along the request. And they can tell you no themselves. Okay. Um, do we have a last known location, uh, like the location of the abduction for Indigo and Solomon Parker, or the last known location of Enola Six Killer? There, the last known location of Enola Six Killer was at a refueling facility about two jumps away from the Institute. Uh, but that was over two months ago. Since then, she's been completely off the radar. Mm. In terms of where the others were, Spill goes click, click, click <laughs> <laughs> to find, to find it in notes. See, this is terrible. I wrote. This, I know I wrote this down. I know I wrote this down where this was. Control F. Control F. <laughs> where is everything? Um, where are you? Where are you? They were returning from a... from a location where Indigo had been recruited, mm. which was a planet in the... Ah, aha, 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 under this page, <laughs> under this page in my OneNote. That's where it is. Aha. Um, a planet in the Kimimon sector. That's okay. where that's where the ship was uh, assaulted. It was assaulted. Got it. Gotcha. And what's the what's the bounty again on these three? On all three, correct? Yes, for the for the capture 
and uh, hopeful, expected return of Enola Six Killer and the recovery of Solomon Parker and Indigo, we will be paying off the remainder of your ship's mortgage, which I believe is close to 15 million credits. Mm. And it's only for all three. That is what it says. All right. Well, I'm glad we got the um, business. Would there be any way that we could visit the ship that was attacked? Yes. Um, That ship uh, is at a dry dock. Uh, about two jumps from here. And she'll give you the, and I, and I certainly Mm -hmm. can have, um, have my chief of staff, Captain Cam arrange to get you the coordinates. Great. Excellent. Right. Uh, And if there's any sort of, um, you know, approval, we need to visit your armory, um, uh, I have a couple ideas of things that I think would probably go by the wayside anyway, and you all might have on hand. So I'd, I'd love to take a look. And uh, camps is where he's like, all, oh, sure. I, I'm sure I can help you walk through those. Great. Those hoops. Thank you. Great. Good to know. Uh, and if we take this, this isn't, like I said, you don't know about other interested parties, and this isn't a competitive situation, correct? Uh, if you're asking if anybody else has been contracted to do this. Basically. Just want to know if if time is a factor, etc. There, There is no one that is, to my knowledge, been contracted to do this. I, of course, will report that I have employed a team. And I would not expect that they will want to have this be something that's loud or known. Mm-hmm. However, time is of the essence only from the fact that we have people missing. Got and it. if too much time comes by and we don't hear anything, I'm sure that there will be the pressure to send more teams. Understood. Very understood. And should we stay in contact with you for regular updates for where should we deliver folks I'll, if we rescue them I'll, or find them? I'll, I'll leave any contact you have to my chief of staff. He's more than capable of taking care of that. You can return them to any UGNS facility. Hmm. All right. And then from wherever that is, we can take it from there. Well, that, that makes sense to me. I I don't see any reason. What I mean, Miles is. I think it's more your call than anything. But how how do you feel about it? Um, I feel okay about it, but I think I. N- no offense to you, Admiral, or or you, Commander Cam. I think you know. Can we take a a few hours after this to uh, discuss? Of course. 
uh, please feel free to make use of the ship's facilities. Um, Captain Cam can arrange for whatever equipment it is that you'd like to see if we might be able to offer Mm -hmm. you. And if you would just be so good as to let me know uh, by the end of the current station cycle. Absolutely. Then I believe that we are done. Excellent. Thank you so much. I appreciate your hospitality. Yes, yes. Thank you. It was good seeing you all. We'll retire to our ship and be in contact shortly. Yep. Great. And Cam will basically say, uh, whoa, so that's, um, yeah, that's a big one. You guys, you guys really impressed. Yeah, clearly. Thanks for the opportunity. Sure. I didn't, I didn't know it was going to go here. I was just trying to do you a solid on some war game stuff, but, uh, I, you know, you know, that's the way the Navy rolls sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do know that 100%. All right. Well, uh, we will be in touch shortly. Great. Let me know when you want to go down and talk with the quartermaster. If you've got a a list, Uh, maybe Sal and I should go speak to the quartermaster while Miles, you you could um, work with Ben. And I feel like we should all go back and discuss our options. Sure. We can come back and talk to the quartermaster afterwards. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just let me know when. Yep. Will do. Thank you. And, uh, and as you guys are walking back to the ship, um, you notice you're getting some pretty icy stairs shot your way. Whatever. Especially as you get closer to your ship. Uh huh. And there's a, you can even see there's a group of, of like lower level officers, ensigns and some enlisted, um, that are like pointing at the ship and talking to each other. Well, you know, if you were pretty, pretty, clubs. you know, like, I can't believe, like the whole thing, because yep. um, obviously their their day, this is more than likely some of the crew from the ships that you yeah. made look real bad. Yeah. Well, you know, if they were better at their jobs, then it wouldn't have gone, it would have gone better for them. Get so, good. Who, uh, who that's on them, not on us. We just did what we were hired to do. Sal gives them a, a smile and wink as as we walk back to our ship. Yeah, it seems fair. <laughs> Alex is just saying, "Good game, good game." <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably give them like a improperly performed salute, as I've never had <laughs> in military experience. You know, it's like the like I, I do the like British style or what you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's gonna make it so much worse. <laughs> Love it. Cool. And so, yeah, we'll fuck back off to our ship. Okay. And go see Blue. Yeah, we did a bunch of finding out, so it does seem like it's time to fuck around. (laughs) Blue's not there, don't forget. She's on the other ship. Right. Oh, right. You're going to have to get back to Yuma Station. We have to get back. There's no way. Is there any way for us to, like, send, like, a comm link or something to Blue? Uh, She's out of system. It would take a week. She's out of system, yeah. Well, it would take a ship has to take it to wherever she is. All right, she's still there. Y'all bitches are on your own. All right, (laughs) but you know, you know that you're supposed to reconnect. Like you know, like if you jump straight back to the station, that's about when Porsche will be getting there. Got it. All right, cool. 
Well, once we're alone, then it's like, okay, friends, are we, are we going to do this? I told you. Um, well, I got a vibe that I thought maybe the four and eventually five of us or, you know, six or seven or eight, depending. And he's, he's sort of like gestures at the like, computer <laughs> interface. That's a, that's a lot of people. That's a lot um, of people on the ship. But it seemed like maybe we'd like to make contact with these folks, but not for the reason the Navy would like us to. I mean, I am definitely suspicious about literally everything the Navy told me. I mean, no, no offense to the Admiral, but definitely literally suspicious about all of it. Yeah, Absolutely. I am too. If these people can really do what the Navy claims that they can do, then they would be some pretty powerful allies. Of course they can. Yeah, and we know what Psy means. This Admiral doesn't understand, but we know what the Psy score means, right? I mean... You do? Oh my my gosh. Are there there more people that can make your head explode by looking at you? (gasps) What do you mean? This is out of character. What do you mean more? Well... Well, it sounds like you're talking Hold about on. it now. Wait, Ursula, wait. I think you're repeating something from a private conversation, and it's better if we wait oh, to have I'm... permission to tell the story. Oh, I, you had a private conversation. About about... Did you have a private conversation I'm... with Ursula about this? I'm sorry. I think the conversation should wait until we reach Yuma Station. Listen, if there's someone who can make your head explode and it's not me, then I need to know who it is. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I think and we I all think need to know. We're going to have that conversation when we get to Yuma Station, but we're going to have to decide whether we're taking this on now. That um, is also true, but I feel like it feels like, Alex, you have some information here that you should probably, that may be, may be important. Yeah. Information us. that is not mine to share. But I, I honestly do not care about whose information it is and who's not sharing what, because you know something that you need to tell us right now. It's not urgent. None of us are in danger, but it nope. is personal medical information that the person in question should have the opportunity to discuss on their own. Violence information is always pertinent. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Not- and it Wait. seems like it's pertinent to this actual discussion. These are purported to be agents of an organization Mm -hmm. that has literally spent time trying to hunt me down. They broke into my apartment. That's why I fled out here to the corner of space. Because I did some reporting on the fact that humans can possibly manifest these extraordinary abilities. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we also know that a friend of ours is listed as a known um, collaborator. Yes. Yes. Yes, we and do. I imagine we can all draw some lines between dots, but I am not going to betray anyone's trust. So I, I understand. However, the question here is, do we take a job for the organization that likely tried to kill me or do we take this information and try and do something about it? Well, I'm going to ask you, Ben, why not both? 
Yes. Because if we take this job, it means they're not going to give it to someone else. Yes. The danger if we don't take this job is they will hire someone else. You can always take the job and then decide which side you want to be on. Right. If if we take the job and we're not successful or we make. They uh, know we could get killed doing this job. Yep. What if we just just vanish? We've done it before. If we take the job and we're not successful in a way that helps these people find anonymity and freedom somewhere, Mm -hmm. what are the chances that we're going to be the next job that these people hire someone to find out? I I don't think there's any way that can track back to us. They they already know these people have slipped away. There is a version of this job where we do the job and we return with evidence of their demise, but we are lying. Okay. Miles, thank you. Yeah. I was, uh, yes. I'm glad to hear you finish that sentence. Oh yeah. I mean, freedom's probably worth a limb or at least a finger to most of these people. Yeah. And, and it would get us off the hook for having done the job. They're off the hook because they're deceased and everybody wins, and then yes. we get in contact with the alien hybrids who've been loose in our society. The what's now? Okay, that, that last half of that sentence, that's the part that lost me, buddy. Uh, I was with you until the... Yep. It's, it's possible. Alien hybrid? Alien, alien what now? Look, Look. I, I don't say this just everywhere. It's just us. I trust you all. I, I feel like I should let you know. I've come across evidence that indicates that an alien species has infiltrated our governments at a very high level and has created the psionics program by splicing their DNA into human DNA and then recruiting those people into a government program to experiment on them and chart their progress. So wait, I'm sorry. I'm just going to, so these aliens splice their DNA into people. Well, into humans, aliens are people, obviously. Exactly. I'm sorry. Yes, of course. They splice their DNA into humans. And then let them go. Well, no, they create an oppressive government organization to trap them, to observe and, uh, why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they just abduct them, splice it in and observe them in all, all in one clean? Well, because they want system. to observe humans in their sort of natural interactions and, and how that's going to conflate with the alien DNA and, um, you know, but let me put it to you this way. We've all heard the stories about psionics cropping up. Yes. In space travel. Yes. Okay. I have never heard of a credible story of that before we really launched into space. But these stories have proliferated since humankind has been in space. Mm -hmm. So what's more likely? 50,000 years of recorded human history, a lot of it really bad at keeping secrets. And there are secret psionics among just natural DNA humanity. Mm -hmm. Or 
humanity launches into space and lo and behold, within 200 years, suddenly there are humans with psionic powers. Mm-hmm. But, <sighs> like aliens aren't the only variable. Like, yeah. Maybe what about just like the conditions of being in space or being on other planets? Plus, sure. you know, technological I, advances. All Alex, this is this is not an attack. I'm just saying. Look, your arguments are valid. I don't disagree with you, but okay. the order, the uh, oppression, the ability to mark when these folks show up and to be able to trap them into a government program, to me, sounds more like an organized, intentional process instead of a random cell. I get it. I hear what you're saying. That it, it that would also make sense, but I don't think that it would be as well contained as it is right now. I mean, that, that would be random people showing up all over the place, right? Randomly distributed. And in fact, most of the psionics I've ever heard of have either disappeared or vanished into the, the government security program or something along the, that lines. That's run by the Institute. I mean, because yes. it's also feasible that the Institute is experimenting on people to do this. I, I suppose so. But where did that techno this psionic technology suddenly come from? I mean, that's a fair question. 200 years ago, we didn't have uh, the ability to 3D print an AI android either. You know what? I don't even want to. Let's not even. Uh, I'm not sure that's the same scale, Ben, but we've had this conversation before, Ben. You you know where I stand on that. Before we go into the weeds of the philosophy here, we're taking the gig. Yes. I yes. think so, as long as we're all agreed we're not killing these people and t- turning I mean, them over to the Navy. I mean, unless we unless, have to. Unless we have to. I mean, we don't know. I, I, I have my suspicions about the cover story for Six Killer and the other two. Sure. It may turn out to be, this may turn out, she, she may turn out to be dangerous. Okay, sure. Yeah, if they're mass murderers and they're just you know morally corrupt or, or bankrupt and they yeah. need to be taken out of the, the you know general circulation, okay, then we can let the Navy decide what to do with them. But I imagine their crime is not standing in line with the Institute. I, I feel like there's a very high probability of that, but we don't know for sure. All right, so we'll take the gig. Ben? Here's here's where I'm having troubles. Mm-hmm. Whether it's from aliens or from experimentation or just accidental random mutation, mm-hmm. is this something that we're all good with? People that can explode people's heads, apparently. That sounds useful. I want one on my team. I mean, well, yeah, but it, if it, it becomes like it becomes an untenable society, what well, the uh, other like option is to wipe them out? Yeah, if they exist, this is I mean, well above our pay grade because they they're out there, so they're and, already out there. And Ben, we can't these these people, e- even though they've been genetically modified, they were still born this way. It's not something they chose for themselves. 
I I completely understand. Unless they volunteered, and it was anyway. Let's well, that's that's not how DNA modification works, Miles. But okay, okay. (laughs) No, but but if we assist people in escaping the controlling organization, does that open up the door of chaos on our spacefaring society where? You could just be sitting having a cup of coffee in a cafe in the morning and have your face blown up. You, you know what I'm more worried about? A whole group of people who are forced to join a government program that they didn't want to join and having some rightful grievances about it. Uh, I also feel like, again, they're already out there, Ben. The, 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 the horses have left the barn. This... This job is neither supporting nor undermining the fact that they are out there and they're doing their thing. The chaos is already happening. We're already in it. Yeah. I mean, like if somebody's paying us to kill them, that's one thing. But if we're just killing them for existing, that's not cool with me. Yeah, it's not like we can take and, these powers away from and them. And I'm not, I'm not saying we have to go on a crazy assassination bender. I'm saying that <laughs> the idea here is maybe the Institute is the, the bulwark between us and mind-powered chaos. Maybe, but it's also very possible that the Institute is the source of the mind-powered chaos. It may be both. I, you know, it could, I, yeah, it could be both. It could I, be both. It could be either. And honestly, I can't think of a, a reasonable way that it's not the source of the chaos, but who knows? And also six killer may want to take it down, which may serve everybody's right. goals. That's a story I would like to hear. I mean, we're not going to know anything until we find them. Yeah. I, and I definitely think we should find them as opposed to, a bunch of other people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I would also like to find the parent civilization that, that wanted to experiment on us. Okay. Um, oh, all right. Sounds like grabbing a drink. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alex. Yep. We, we have heard yet. So again, to the point at hand or we, Ben, we take the job. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. We take the job. All right. I just don't know where this road leads. Well, there's only one way to find out. Yep. You go down the road. Um, and so so where do you... Sorry. I was, I was ending the scene. I was jumping in. Yes, so go ahead. <laughs> Sal has some other questions about okay, like, go ahead. what Alex thinks. Uh, Good luck with that, Sal. <laughs> you know what's awesome? <laughs> Is I became the reasonable one. you managed to no you were unreasonable because you somehow managed to make sal argue against murdering people (laughs) can we can we do your questions on the flight yeah yeah totally okay to just close out the station not immediate yeah yeah so yeah i mean the ship sorry the undeniable i I still want to visit the quartermaster yeah Yeah, that's what i'm saying like i want to do that and then get you guys on your on your journey back to reconnect with blue no, please keep going. This is very fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we will, I will communicate to the Admiral that we will take the job and do yeah, our- I mean, like, you, you, you go to ping the Admiral and Cam picks up. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, Miles. 
Uh, so yeah, hey Cam. Um, so uh, my compatriots and I have discussed it and talked about the ins and outs and the risks uh, uh, to our ship and to our crew, and we've decided they are all acceptable. We will take this gig and try to find these three people. Great. I will. I'll let the admiral know. I'm sure she'll be very pleased. Did you want to connect with the? Yes, let me put you on with uh, my my shipmate Alex uh, to coordinate the uh, yep the attending attending to the quartermaster and and seeing what y'all have. Okay, great. Yeah. So he'll connect you with the quartermaster. Yeah, is um, quartermaster. I've been told by Captain Cam that I'm supposed to work with you. What can I get for you? Right. Uh, so we're gonna need. Uh, at least two or three of the, uh, you know, that high quality personal heads up display that, um, has, has been available recently. Um, I'm going to need some of those trank weapons and you may have some, um, medicinal stored away labeled as inhibitors, uh, and it, it probably gathering dust because no one knows what to do with them. If there is anything like that around, I, I'd be happy to take that off your hands. Uh, or if there are, any, if there's anything just labeled psi, uh, it's a ridiculous designation. It's a, a bizarre, you know, alphabet soup that nobody needs to know. But uh, that would be prudent for the mission that the Admiral has tasked us with. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I got a, I got a thing here that says uh, what I'm supposed to do. And um, what can't be designated as um, as our property, so that's fine. And um, I'll, I'll see what I can get to you, and I'll have it uh, run out to your ship. Yeah, great. Thank you very much. And so, an hour or so later, uh, there's a delivery of um, three, basically, oh, and an RV. I went to Bego. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll see. Yeah. We'll see what we got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so three, like, like pull down HUD displays, which are um, not designed as much for uh, they're they're more for like um, like scouting infiltration use, right? Yep. Than than like combat helmets or something. But you kind of put them on. They're like over ears, and they come down, and you got a heads up display. Yep. For tactical information, you can tie them into computer systems. Um, there's also um, a small crate, like a small crate, but not a crate, a box. It's about this big that um, just has um, SCI written on the top of it. SCI. <laughs> All right. And what was the other thing you asked for? Other than uh, well, Trank. Oh, uh, right. Weapons. And then there's, yeah. and then there's um, basically. Um, like four hand stunners. Okay. Which are, which are energy weapons that you're familiar with. It's like, Oh, right. Sure. Of course a stunner. Okay. Uh, they yeah, don't I was have hoping like, for actual like trank darts, but yeah, that's, trank darts, yeah. but yeah, they don't have any of those. They've yeah. got some stunners. What's, what's um, in my science box, Bill? Um, so in your side <laughs> box, um, is, uh, basically kind of a Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Looks like a yeah. What's in the box? Spoiler. That's what, oh darn! Spoiler, everybody. Um, 
is a collection of basically like vials and packets of various pills. Okay. I'm going to try to just, I think on our trip to Yuma station, I'm trying to um, catalog all of it and, sure. and just register what it is we got. Right. Um, great. We'll do that on the, on the trip back. Can I, can I ask for one thing? Mm-hmm. If it's something that exists, I don't know. If there's some kind of a radioactive tag, something that much like if anyone has seen Star Trek VI, Spock slaps this little patch on somebody's back, on Kirk's back in the movie, mm-hmm. and right. it allows him to sort of be tracked a little bit because it emits some kind of non-harmful radiation. Sure. Not, not radioactive tag like, ha ha. It's like an exotic radiation tag, right? Where yeah, it's like, something it, like it stands that. out from background radiation because it's unique and yeah. I mean, is if that's something that might exist, do they have those? Yeah, or would that trackers. be like a, or even some kind of a small radio frequency tracker would be. Sure. No, I mean, if you want, if you want rad trackers, you're like, uh, yeah, I got, I got, I got some of those. Yeah. How many do you I mean? mean Oh, half a dozen would be all we need. Yeah, no problem, yeah. Perfect. Thank you. So those are there, too. I just cool. figure if we're hunting people down, it might be helpful to throw one on a ship that's running away from yeah. us here. Yeah, those stunners, are those like stun... Like like stun pistols? Are they like? Yeah, they're they're pistols that emit an energy frequency that stuns, not kills, basically. I'm gonna call the quartermaster. Mm-hmm. Um, these stun pistols. Yeah. Um, would they disrupt uh, electrical systems? Uh, it, if the electrical else. system was, you know, running on the same wavelength as like you know, a human synaptic system. That's really what they're designed to do, but I don't know. You'd have to find, I don't know, an electronic brain or something weird. Yeah. But do you, do you think, you know, if something like that existed, these would, these would be effective. Yeah. No offense. Uh, I'm a quartermaster, not a scientist, but yeah, sure. Uh, you know what? I'll take a, can we, do you have a couple extra? Yeah. Yeah. I sent six. How many do you need? Uh, I'd like three more. Yeah, sure, of course. Send them over. Thank you. And I will keep one on my person at all times. Uh, Sam, is there anything Sal would have added to the the list, the shopping list? Um, let's see. I mean, it can't hurt to have an extra sniper rifle. Is there something like a grenade launcher or rocket launcher? I was just looking at those equivalent. Uh, it's I don't know what you're doing, but uh, yeah, I, could, I guess I could find one that's not going to be like you know most current generation, you know. But it's uh, I could try to find one that's been mocked for decommission. Suppose yeah. I could have fallen into your hands somehow. That's associated with us. As long as it goes boom from a far distance. Yeah, I think it'll go boom. Yeah. That'll do. Yeah, right. Just in case. Thanks, man. 
So uh, like a a like compact like snub, basically grenade launcher. <laughs> Sawed off grenade launcher. <laughs> yeah, they're like it's, you know it's yes. like about this this big and it's got a canister shortened right? for convenience. Like this adorable, I love it. All about it. All righty. The uh, are, we, are you prepared to start the trip home? Yeah, yeah, I think we got everything we need. Okay, as the um, as the Ursula pulls out from the uh, docking bay on Indeniable, uh, our focus uh, shifts back to the Prophecy Dancer. And it looks like a couple days potentially have passed, um, though... I, I think there's a noticed, uh, like visible awkwardness between Blue and Berkeley. Um, not that Berkeley has any of it. It just seems like you know you're potentially still like I was a I, that was a place I really shouldn't have been. I kind of don't know. As opposed to the awkwardness Blue has with any other human being. Yes, this is like <laughs> bonus awkward. Bonus um, awkward. Uh, as you're kind of you know, passing each other in the, the confines of the ship and uh, blue, you find yourself on the bridge. Um, and Portia is on the, the comm sensor station. And she says, you know, it's a, uh, it's really nice having you back. It's really nice to be back. I kind of miss this. Yeah. It's been a little bit like old times. Mm-hmm. So um, how are things working out on that other ship? It's nice there. Uh, it's it's weird. I you, I hadn't been on Yuma long when I ran into Miles, so it was interesting finding someone who I knew from so long ago. You know, kind of like fate or whatever. Yeah, well, I'm. Yeah, I get that. I can appreciate that. You know, uh, you know, we. I really try to make everybody here feel like family. So it's nice to hear that maybe you've kind of finally found that. I know that was something that you were missing. Yeah, I guess it kind of was. It's yeah. I, mm, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're good. They're good people. I think most of them are good people. Benjamin was pretty funny. Oh, really? What was he? He just, a couple of times, he just sat over meals and told us stories about, I don't know, I guess he's he's got some show that he does, and he was talking about something he called minor's sweats, and <laughs> it was, it sounded, it sounded first, a little weird, second, a little gross, but third, he claims it's a real thing. It- I went, uh, Ben's weird. He does this thing where he thinks, where, like, uh, I don't even know. He, I thought he made it up. You could swear he did. We did sort of encounter it. Um, there was a, a crew we picked up when we were uh, doing a ship spotting mission, and they, the, the captain was in a really bad way and we don't really have a good explanation as to why still. 
Uh, it was a mining vessel. He was sweaty. Didn't look like anything we'd seen before. Wow. Well, I guess, you know, even a conspiracy theory clocks right two times a day. Yeah, two times. <laughs> At least. It's weird. He, I, it's, he's, he's going to get himself killed one day if he keeps doing the show. I know it. And he knows it too, I think. It's a weird commitment to his, like, love of the truth, right? Yeah. It, it's funny, right? How sometimes needing to find the truth can be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you? I mean, yeah, it's just uh, people. I mean, you know, you never know what you're going to find when you turn over a rock, right? Yeah, that's true. So you said almost everybody was okay over there. I mean, if we keep Ben with us, he's probably someone's going to come after him. We all know that. But like, that's nothing new. I mean, I think Sal's fine. She hasn't tried to hurt any of us, but I don't know that she wouldn't not. You know? Sure. I, I you know. I don't distrust. I, I do. I do trust her in that way that you trust uh, people who kill people for fun and profit. Well, you know, that's not how I try to run my ship, but I've yeah. met some of those people and there's a reason I stay away from that. <laughs> They're good people. They really are. Just, uh, they make choices. We all do. And how about the, how about the captain? Monty? Seemed like a pretty straightforward guy. Monty? Um, Miles, I thought his Miles. name was? His name is Miles. Yes. That's, yep. Miles. Um, yeah, Miles is really great. He, um, I, I, he's a very, a little bit of a stick in the mud, but, um, <laughs> you kind of need that when you kind of need that when things go sideways, right? He, he's, he keeps his head. Well, I think that's the most important trait a captain can have is to keep their head. Yeah. At least it served me all right. Uh, yeah, it has. It's it's been. I don't know if you need to be a stick in the mud, but whatever works. It, he has fun. He has fun. We had a lot of fun when we were younger. Like, like he's a chill. He's a chill guy. He just. Uh, I think that his service has made him a little grumpier than usual. And compared to us, like I mean, compared to Sal, everyone's a stick in the mud. Even compared to Alex, frankly. Oh, yeah, Alex. Berkeley's been talking about him. And, like, Blue just sort of, like... Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, she really likes him. Yeah, kind of strange. Usually Berkeley doesn't uh, pull her nose out of the engine long enough, you know, unless she's making beer or trying to pull some sucker into a drinking contest, but... They must have bonded about something. <clears throat> yep. They seem to have a real connection. But he's not 
the one you were worried about over there? I mean, a little. Hmm. Nothing bad. Nothing bad. He just uh, he he says some weird shit, and like, you never. I don't know. You know, like it's a little like Ben. Like sometimes they just like say things, and you're like, that seems crazy, right? You know, maybe just a lot of time and space makes everybody a little bit crazy. Yeah, I fully believe that. It, yeah. And, um, and, and, and speaking of that, um, Ben said you talked to the frog, to the toad. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, a lot. Yeah. Okay, look, it's, I mean, are you okay? I'm. That's a loaded question. All right. Relatively. <laughs> I'm. I feel like, I feel like is our, our motto and our credo and what we try to live up to. You left the prophecy dancer better than when you came on. Are you still better? I don't know. And. I'm not sure that staying on the prophecy prophecy dancer was going to fix that. Well, you know, I just want the best for you and I hope you find it. Thanks. I, it's nice to know that I can come back when I need to. It's good to have friends out here. She leans forward and just gives you that like firm pat on the shoulder. She knows you're not going to be, looking for a hug or anything like that, <laughs> but yeah, gives you that brief moment of, of physical contact that shows that she still cares. Aww. So on the Ursula, um, who has stuff they need to get done on the way back to Yuma station? Uh, like, do I have uh, another week to work on my suit? You do you if you want to try to do the thing you were working on on the way there. You'd probably want to get Sal to help you, which might be good since Sal had some questions for Alex anyway. Yeah, unless she's too weird, weirded out to work with him now. <laughs> oh no, she <laughs> she's not too weirded out. She thinks it's you're weird, but let's not for her to judge. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, he's he's still trying to you know find the the weak points in his it, basically Under Armour that lowercase Under Armour, um, but if he can work it out, he could probably make enough for everybody. Like that's that w- would be a pretty good uh, uh, fix if we get it. Heck yeah, I'm down to try and help again. I'll try not to break you this time. Okay. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Um, but uh, obviously we're stress testing here. So, uh, stress is required. So I, you know, no hard feelings about before. Like I get, I get it. That's, uh, that's how we do. Good. Good. If, Excellent. If it would be helpful, I could wear the suit and Sal and I could spar while you run diagnostics, Alex. And that way you wouldn't, get hurt in case self kicks well, your butt again. But Xanthus, your well-being is as important as mine, and this is my project, and I wouldn't want to put you at risk any more 
then I would want to put someone else at risk. I feel confident that I will not be put at risk. Santhus, uh, I know your uh, previous body was quite sturdy in combat, which was very cool. Um, how does your new form compare? Well, really, this is the same basic construction and undercarriage. All I've done is add a dermal layer over the top and modified my speech parameters. Mm, I'm the- as stable as I was before. Okay. I, is- no, no offense intended, Sal, but I really don't think you can hurt me. Oh, agreed. Uh, uh, that was pretty impressive, the... Uh, are sparring before. How And since really all you're doing is like hitting me, because I think mobility and offense isn't a concern, is that correct, Alex? This is more of defensive well, placement? Yes. Um, do, do you have a, a good like sensor array to pick up like physical impulse from different parts of your body? Oh, I'm sure that we could, you could plug in the monitoring systems and be able to get direct readouts Okay. Uh, into your fabrication model based on stressors. I have every confidence that Sal will put the suit through the bringer, I think is the term. Well, I do too. But then this, I just want to make sure you understand that you don't need to do this. And like, I really appreciate you volunteering, but if this isn't like, you, you don't have to do this to like be friends with us, right? Like that, that's not a, a component of the equation. So are are you saying are you saying you're you two are my friends? I mean Xanthus, we're friends, aren't we? I, I, I thought I, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Of course we're yeah. friends, dude. Well I Well that's even more of a reason to do it then. I, I I wasn't doing it for that, but I just I would want to help us do it. Give me the suit. Okay. Yeah, I just I didn't want you to have any sense of obligation, but I I honestly really appreciate the help. This rib is still broken, frankly. So <laughs> really, um, yeah. All right. So uh, Xanthus will put the suit on. Um, Sal, I would like to have have you make a. Um, whatever your best melee style combat is unarmed weapon or whatever it is. Um, um, let's see. Bludgeon and blade are about the same. So, and I'm rolling with strength or dexterity yes, okay. with strength because you can, ju- and you can just like waylay. So because Xanthus is wearing the armor and you basically have no concerns, like you were, you probably in the back of your head when, my, when Alex is wearing it, Who's like, you know, I kind of got to pull a little bit and, you know, I can't go a hundred percent or whatever. Like there is no concerns with that with Xanthus. So um, I want you to roll with a boon, which means you roll three dice and you take the best two. Ah, okay. Your roll. I think that's called fate's favor, Bill. (laughs) You know, in Traveler, it's called a boon. There's boon and bane. Boon is where you roll three dice, take the best two, and Bane is where you roll three and take the worst two. Oh, heck yeah. That was a boon. Um, let's see. That's 11 on the dice plus two is 13. My favorite number. Okay, great. So that is a uh, plus uh, five. So now, uh, Alex, you're going to make your 
Uh, what do we have? What was our role for that? Vaxuit Vaxu Edu, I think. Yeah, Vaxuit plus Edu um, plus plus the plus five that you're getting from Sal and the readouts from Xanthus um, against a fourteen. Well, I'm getting plus five from them. Yes, because okay. she rolled five over her required effectiveness. Okay, is there a cap? Because I have plus five with Vaxuit and Edu. Yes, so you're going to roll plus 10. Okay. And, you, and your target <laughs> number is a 14. Oh my God. Now I roll boxcars. Well, there you Wait, go. I could have rolled so, a four. You are jerks. No, <laughs> no way. Um, I... <laughs> there we go. So we're making up for all those terrible rolls last session. Look at that. Boom. Um, so, Unbelievable. Yeah, so you have, you I have, would flip my um, table if it wouldn't cost me a lot of money. <laughs> the camera goes everywhere. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So go ahead and you'll um, tick that component off this week. Sure. I mean, does, does getting a 22 uh, in, enhance the effect at all? <laughs> Um, I will, I will say this, that if you wanted to, um, invest in basically being able to, uh, put together like, like a plan on how you could potentially manufacture these. Yeah. Right. Well, at least you, to be able to make enough for everybody. Cause the idea is that it's armor that yes. could be worn under your other armor and stack. Right. Um, yeah. Like, so basically you could take, you know, what you're building, which is this, you're, you're building the highly functional prototype and you're like, oh, oh, wow, this is like production quality stats you right. know, that I've got on this, um, you know, where you'd be able to work out like, oh, I think this, yes, this is how I could actually produce these, right? You probably can't start by mass producing them without right. a good amount of um, uh, capital outlay, but sure. you certainly could figure out how to um but i've i've got to make suits for everybody a good formula to like 3d print the fabric and and the, like a construction process at least for homemade yes. yeah yep okay yep. awesome i love that thank you cool now sal did you have stuff you wanted to talk with alex about because he's pretty giddy right now like he's gleefully looking at the results of your testing so okay remind me what your wording was about the aliens was it splicing their dna with humans yes that aliens have spliced their dna into humans like human okay. babies right is the implication okay. and i think she's <laughs> she's uh curious about the process she's like okay so do you mean they like spliced their dna with humans like sciency or they like spliced it Oh, uh, and I, I mean, I don't have any evidence one way or the other. I'm hoping it's in, from a scientific point of view because the other is even more horrific. But that is my assumption. I, I don't have any evidence for so that. You're assuming that uh, the aliens that are hybridizing themselves are like bipedal humanoid type. Not necessarily, no. Aliens but they, like I, I mean, you know, we share ninety-eight percent of our DNA with a banana. It's, you know, it, it's not difficult. Like, if you understand how earthbound mammals work, 
which I assume an advanced species would, uh, you could just tick a couple of boxes and be able to get a desired result. Psychic bananas. Got it. Um, Huh. Blue is not going to want to read Sal's mind for like a while. (laughs) 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 You had to pick like the most phallic fruit to like compare. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the banana babies. (laughs) I, oh God. (laughs) Who said banana? Because I happen to know that off the top of my head. It's a good thing Blue's not on the ship. (laughs) (laughs) This whole this whole situation is such a mess, but it's not even like the weird, like, oh no, moral quandary mess. It's mostly like so how do you make alien babies? (laughs) Describe it to me. (laughs) Yep. And I mean Alex has no like filter about explaining this because I think he might be under the impression that Sal like is genuinely interested in his theory. Um, so that would be pretty exciting for Alex. I mean, she is in as far as she's curious about like, are these aliens and hot and did someone bone them? Like, how did this, what? <laughs> is humanity the bird or the bee in this scenario? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, to, just for full context, Alex believes that they would do it in a controlled experimental environment uh, that a higher functioning species would have access to. And then couch all of that in a secret human government organization that humans think is theirs. Right. But is actually being controlled by the alien people um, for their uh, <laughs> for their observation. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Um, once she stopped asking you pointed questions about how the aliens did it, um, she's really like, okay, so we're, you're not telling me that blue is the one who can explode people's brains, right? I wouldn't know. Cool. Okay. Got it. No comment. I actually can't change my answer to no comment. You can change it to whatever you want. I already read your face. Okay. No comment. <laughs> cool. Rude, why wouldn't she tell me that? I helped her buy drugs and everything. I, okay, right. but I didn't say anything, so... Mm-hmm. You, um... I should teach you a poker face uh, sometime. This is just plausible deniability so he doesn't get his head blown <laughs> You're <laughs> not good at lying, Alex. Would that be under your social skill, Bill? Uh, there, there's a whole thing. Deception, that'd be a yeah. good skill to have. Yeah, I got social plus zero. Soch. No deception. Yeah. yeah, I'm like a minus yeah. three yeah. to, yeah, to yeah. deceive yeah. someone. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Confirmed. Alex is bad at that. <laughs> I think he spent a long time by himself in the scouts. Like, wasn't he in for like three tours 
Yeah, you know, he was like, in for a quite a while like flying the ship years? around by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Him in space. And that almost that entire time he was just out exploring by himself. So That's right. Him and his girlfriend, the void. They're out there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That explains so, so much now. <laughs> Makes that dream creepier from the beginning. Just yeah. FYI. <laughs> Well, it just it gave him enough time to figure everything out, you know? Sure. Like, yeah. Just to piece all the everything together. Yeah, that's what he did. Yes. That's what he pieced together. Yep. Oh boy, Miles, do you have anything? Um, you know what? I uh, I'd like to retcon a little bit. Sure. Uh, and have exited the ship before before you guys take off. Before we take off, uh, and go right. to my buddy Cam. Okay. And say, hey, Cam, can you do me a favor? Uh, yeah, if I can. Uh, what's the name of the doctor? That they're always talking about. Oh, Doctor Owens. Doctor Owens. Right. Um, I don't want to go into a lot of detail with it, and you don't need to worry about it. But I'm trying to track down some record of a, a someone named Doctor Owens. Uh, okay. Do you have a first name? Any other kind of reference I can go off of? Which which you do? Which you do? You have, you know his first name and. Yep, yep. You know as much as you know about the ship and different stuff, wherever you want to tell him, you can tell yep. him, but you know that his name yep, is Jacob. Give him, give him the full first name, give him the full name, uh, and say it's in, in relationship to, well, to be honest, he's a previous owner of our ship, and I'm just trying to, to mm. track down a little more information about him, about some of the modifications he made to the ship, and just to, to get a sense of, uh, uh, of where he has uh, become, where he, where he has wound up. Um, yeah, sure. I, I can, I can definitely make some inquiries. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I find myself with a lot more juice than I used to have when, uh, when we served together, yeah. you know, being, being chief of staff means a lot of paperwork and a lot of vid calls, but it also gets me in some doors I didn't used to be able to get into. So I, yeah. I assumed, yeah, if you could, and just, uh, when you message me, message me directly to my personal hand tablet, not to the ship. Sure. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll contact you the same way I did about the job. Does that work? That'd be great. That'd be perfect. Thank you. Yeah, that's all I needed. Great. Uh, during the, during the, the week home, did you have anything, Benjamin? Uh, I think I would prepare, uh, a copy of the data pad dossiers on people uh, to immediately broadcast out to be archived in my off-ship archive of things, like my emergency Dropbox of if I turn up missing after a certain amount of time. uh, You're saving it to the nebula, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Just just to have that out there um i think he'd probably also record a whole episode about we're finding we're finally finding some clues right like just like a an episode of a podcast that's just a teaser for the next podcast or like a future sure. episode 
Um, right. and, that, and you've got a lot of, you've got a lot of, um, uh, uh, footage too, that you shot yeah. from the, from when you were on the other ship too. So, you know, like, like you know, that that's going to take you a while to put that together. So you got to have, yeah, you have a little teaser filler. Sure. Like, yeah. It makes sense. That would be, that would be his primary focus. I think, um, I think he probably would try and spend some time like going over social etiquette stuff with Xanthus like he sure. promised to do uh like you know just like showing him here's how humans eat and here you know that kind of stuff Oh so the fork is on the left and the spoon and the knife are on the right. Well, that's easy. Fork has four letters and left has four letters and spoon and knife have five letters and right has five letters. Oh, that's simple. That's a good way to remember that. And, um, okay. And, and outside in, yeah. I got, I've got that. Uh, fascinating. I didn't realize there were so many protocols involved in human fuel consumption. It's it's sort of like humans tend to accrue incremental knowledge that builds a vast database of inherent knowledge. Like that's that's our learning style, right? We don't we don't just get a giant handbook or a, a thing. It's all about over all of the years of our lifetime, we gather up little tiny bits and keep adding them to our operating system, for lack of a better term. Well, that makes sense. Incremental updates make a lot of sense. I, I've tried to do what research I can on the databases on the ship, and it's interesting. There's so much confusion between fact and opinion and reality and entertainment, and it's difficult sometimes to know exactly how someone I suppose acts in reality. So I, yeah, I, I, I'm really grateful for this. Uh, I'd probably like give him like a, a list of, I don't know, like, uh, like five or six shows that kind of are all about just life kind of, you know, uh, Sort of like how how are they are they like documentaries are they dramas or like what type of show are they? It's probably like a mix. Like it, it probably would include something like the future version of Seinfeld, right? Like sort of a situation okay. comedy that's really not about a lot, but shows a lot of like interaction with people, Parks and Rec right. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's gonna do like right. weird like in the closet filming himself talking about the things that just happened uh <laughs> would be would be a thing uh it's probably like yeah it would probably be that it would probably be like a couple of uh like spy movies like that kind of genre like just about being able to keep your secrets and not give things away to people and that kind of stuff, too. Sure. You know, the whole idea is protect himself and protect us at the same time. 
Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. These are great. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely intake these. Is like, that right? So no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to look these. Look at them. Yeah. No, watch, watch, watch. I'm watch. going to watch these. Watch. Got it. There you go. I'm pretty good. Sometimes the idioms escape me, but absolutely. I'm getting it. And uh, a mistaken idiom now and then isn't going to be a disaster because you can just be like, "Oh, I'm from. Where are you from? We should come up with a story. Backstory. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from the no from the- story is gonna help. <laughs> well, you know, I think. If if it's not asking too much, maybe you and Alex and Sal and Miles could come up with that because you're going to come up with something more believable than I am. I'm just going to be putting things together and talking about you know, my father, Dr. Owens, and I'm going to guess that's probably not the right thing to be saying. So what? It, it seems like you know a lot more about about this. What system were you in when you first became conscious of your existence? I guess that would be a first step. Bill checks his notes. See, Miles, this is Ben being attempting to suss out extra information to help and not make it look like he has any reservations about an AI murder bot. (laughs) I feel like you're just giving him ammo. Yeah. But if we give him the ammo that we know about, then that's something. I came online in the Peleus system. Okay. Uh, would I know anything about the Peleus system? Is it famous for anything? Is it? No. Uh, well, you know, roll. Um, roll. Uh, knowledge. I'm not sure thinking about it. What, what area knowledge falls under, or lore, or history? I know what area it falls under. Jack of all trades. Jack of all <laughs> trades. Yeah, make it make a joke plus um plus edu. Okay. Since I don't know what it is. All right, it I got an eight. It doesn't matter what it is. What'd you get? An eight. I rolled a five, and I have plus um, three on EDU. You you know that um, the one thing you you you're like, why have I heard of the Peleus system? Um, there is a um, academic research outpost in the Peleus system that um, was uh, studying uh, stellar anomalies. All right. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll take that information and I will talk to the rest of the crew and we'll see about coming up with a realistic story for you to blend in better. Can, can, uh, may I ask you a favor? Yeah, of course. You know, early on, it really felt like Miles and I got along well. 
and I was helping him in engineering and I, I, I started to feel like, well, I don't know, as best I could, we were forming this kind of bond. But right now it just feels like the more I try to fit in and the closer I try to get, he's, he's really noticeably pulling back. Could you, could you talk to him for me? Yeah. Yeah, I could. I, you know, it, it, I have to say, it's not uncommon for humans to be pretty good with machinery and engineering and computers and not so good with people. And you kind of have bridged a gap between computer assistant and people, if you know what I mean. I, I think I do. I mean, it's kind of ironic that he liked me more when I was just a voice in a box. And the more I try to become like, well, I don't know, you, the less he likes me. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I also have to say that you are unusually gifted. Like, I don't think any of us have ever encountered... Uh, an AI as capable as you and the rest on board this ship. Uh, so I think there's a little bit of awkwardness when you meet new people, you know? There is an awful lot of media concerning that, both it seems in entertainment and reality. I I guess I hadn't considered that. Thank you, Benjamin. That that helps a lot. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. But yes, I will certainly, we can certainly have a conversation. And I'll let you know uh, down the road. Thank you. And he then kind of like just suddenly turns and leaves because he hasn't really got the whole how to exit a room part of yeah, yeah. these things down. Same. Um, <laughs> the uh, just a, like a, a couple hours before you're scheduled to come back to Yuma Station, um, Benjamin, in your room, you're you're getting whatever sleep you get. I don't know if you're sleeping better now than you have been, or if you're still pretty fitful. Um, <clears throat> I, I but, think. Um, I think. Yeah, I actually am sleeping a little better now. We've got a direction and a mission, and he's got a lot of questions. Right. It's like you're getting your first, like, really good, like, long night's sleep. And, you know, a couple hours before you were probably going to wake up, you hear him. Benjamin? Huh? Uh, Benjamin? Yes. Yeah. I'm awake. I was awake. Oh. You 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 weren't you were asleep, but we're going to be at the station in just a couple of hours and uh, I don't know I don't know what to do. I'm really I'm really worried. Oh, what are you worried about? And and I because I feel like there's something that you should know and but I'm not 
supposed to say anything. But I feel oh. like you should know it. Okay. Well, does it put and I don't any know what, of us and I, and I don't in know what danger? To do. I don't. I don't know. I, I. I. If you don't know, I feel like maybe I should know, and then we can try and figure this out together. Because whatever it is, I, it's better that we all like survive and can figure I it out than. I don't. I don't. I'm really torn. I, I I said I wouldn't say anything, but but then I get worried, and I'm and I'm and I'm concerned something might happen, and and the, you know everyone's been talking about. Uh, I don't, Alex keeps talking about hybrids and. And it seems like you're you're all gearing up for something that feels pretty dangerous. And I just I just feel like you need to know. Like maybe if I tell you and you don't tell anybody else, I'd be okay. Oh, I the only people I would tell would be people that I need to help out of a dangerous situation. So other than that, I can be a pretty uh, pretty taciturn guy. Not spilling secrets out on the internet or anything. Well, I'm not. I'm not worried that you're going to say anything. I mean, you're. You're. I mean, you. You really. You've really. You really taught me. It's important to to watch what you say and where you go, and 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 to keep an eye on things. And you know, and I and and, and you've kept me safe from you know connecting into the the station because there might be someone there who's trying to get information from me or get me. And and you've been really looking out for Xanthus, and I'm just so. I'm, I'm, I'm just really worried, and, and I, and she plays an audio file. Sorry, she plays an audio file, and you hear Blue's voice, and she says, I can kill you with my brain. He's like, I, uh, and then they, and, and then they ask me not to listen anymore. And I don't really know what got said after that. Uh, you're on your Benjamin. Voice, Wait, Bill. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, okay. And, and no, so no. they asked me not. They asked me not to listen after that, and I, I didn't, and I didn't because when you ask me not to, I don't, and and I don't want you all to not trust me because because I need you to trust me because I I because I'm just trying to do the right thing, but I'm really worried about you, Benjamin, and I don't I don't want. I don't want anything to happen to you. It, the only voice I heard in the recording was blue. Yes. Yeah. Like you heard that. And then they, they had her not listen. That's what she tells you. Yeah. But who else was in the, they Ursula. Uh, Bill, I think it'd be pretty reasonable if it got me saying, Hey, would you mind? Um, oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. Right. She said, well, all right. And then she plays the like the last tail of the recording. She was trying to like keep it segmented as best she could, sure. but she plays a tail and then you hear Alex saying like, "Oh, hey, uh, Ursula, would you mind? We're gonna have a private conversation." Hey. So Alex knew something was up before this was. This was obviously before Blue wasn't on the ship. So this was before we went and met the Navy. It's it's, it's yes. while you were on the the prophecy dancer. 
and they were talking about blowing up my head? No, 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 okay. no, no, not yours. Oh, okay, she, okay. She told, she told, she told Alex. I mean, you heard it. She told Alex that she could kill him with her brain. And I don't, I, I don't want your, I don't want anybody doing that to you. I mean, I don't want to do no. to anybody. I mean, maybe she was. I agree. Just saying it to scare him. I don't, I don't know. But then they told him to listen, and I don't know what happened after that. And I'm just, I'm. Well, I'm take, worried. Well, I know this sounds weird, me saying this to an AI, but take a breath. Just relax for a minute. Um, Alex is still okay. So she didn't kill him with her mind. So that's good. Uh, There's not much we can do until we meet up again. But maybe... That's why I wanted to tell you before... Yeah, no, no, Before no, you no. dock back in the station. I and, and if I, and I want to be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. I mean, maybe it was just something she said to be funny. I don't know. But and, but then know, they asked me to listen, and, 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 and then I got worried, and I got concerned, and I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know what could happen. You know what, what also might be a good idea is if we set up a contingency plan for you and the ship. Right? Like... If something happens to the biological crew on board, maybe we should figure out someone for you to get a hold of that you can continue talking to and that kind of thing. Like, I've got a friend at a university. You could make your way there and maybe uh, continue your learning and growing in the company of some new people. Like, I agree. We are headed into a situation that might be dangerous. I wouldn't want you to be stranded without a plan if suddenly we're not available anymore. Uh, that that helps. That that helps a lot, Benjamin. I I, I need you to understand. I, I I need you to understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, and let me be the first to say. I don't want anybody's head blowing up. That's completely within the terms of of what I would not like. Uh, So we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that nobody's head explodes for any reason, right? Uh, Be that uh, technologically assisted or not, right? Because a gun does the same thing just less elegantly than someone's mind. Um, so I don't want that to happen to anybody on the ship uh, or any of our friends. Um, but I suppose it's a good sign that, that you know, whatever happened, whatever conversation they had, and a- Alex didn't sound like he was real upset. Like, he didn't ask, it didn't sound like he was told you not to listen in under duress or anything in that recording? No, no, he. I, I don't. I didn't think that he was. I just. I, maybe. Maybe I'm being. Whatever my equivalent of silly is. No, no, it's. It's never a bad idea to be cautious. Um. So, I think that we just have to make a plan and have to kind of open up some lines of communication to figure out what's going on. 
Um, so I will talk to, uh, I think maybe I'll go have a conversation with Alex, um, and see what he has to say before we get back to, uh, the station. And then we can make a plan from there. That, and you can trust be, my discretion. Thank you. Thank you. That would that would be great. Thank, thank, thank you, Benjamin. I realized I forgot to have the crew make, make rolls before you jumped. I feel so bad. Um, but it will make sense. It'll be, it'll be fine no matter what. Um, can somebody roll 2d6? And then somebody else roll 2d6 and give me the results of those two rolls. Uh, I got a nine. Okay. No problems. No problems. Um, Bill, I also have some beloved Crazy Pants AI-based business to do before we get back to the station. Yes. Um... Yes, and I think that um, around the same time that the conversation between Benjamin and Ursula is happening, um, you get um, you get a, a ping in your in your quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sal, Sal, it's, oh. it's Xanthus. Do hey, Xanthus. Do, do you have a minute? Of course. Um, can I come in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, come on in. And he opens the door and has a couple of things with him. What type of things? He says, so it took the last of the fabrication material, but I got them done before we got to the station. And he's got two good boys with him. Yes. So, Dave, if you could, um, uh, you Xanthus voice, Bill. <laughs> sorry. So, Dave, if you could post that image up on Twitch, I will put the image in our chat so everybody can see in Station uh, Slack. Everybody can see who the good boys are that Xanthus walks in to Sal's quarters with. Oh, boy. I love them so much. We got puppers. There is no way that this will turn out badly. I love them so much, and they're going to ruin everything for everyone. Yay! Sal has pets. They're perfect. (laughs) and And they're like fairly large they're like wolf size they're you know um so this was what i mean i think they came out really good if that's uh, i i think they came out well they're they're up to all the specifications that that we worked on and they're basically ready to imprint to your voice command xanthus you've outdone yourself my friend these are awesome now we'll we'll need to bring on about another 
maybe 200,000 credits worth of raw materials for the rest of your project. You've got it. Because we're between my bodies and this, we're really, really low on fabrication material. That makes sense. Every worth every penny. Um, yeah, we're headed back to the station. I'll see what I can do to get the, uh, the materials that we need. Um, Dude, I'm so impressed. You've done such an amazing job. What are... Uh, and she'll address them directly. What are your names, guys? Waiting voice authorization. <gasps> Little, uh... Authorization Sal Brooks? Voice imprint complete. Sal Brooks. Initiated as controlling operator. <laughs> um, all right. I think I think they, they don't come with a designation, so you can call them whatever you want. But they're set to respond to your voice commands. Sweet. All right, huddle up, guys. Let's get some pets going. <laughs> She's gonna have them come in for for hugs. I think it's a it's a good closing to the scene as you Pets snuggle your dog. giant giant droid anthropod wolves. Mother of Robo Wolves. <laughs> First of her name. Oh no. <laughs> uh so the ship arrives at um at the station. And um there's uh and you're you're do you go to your assigned spot you come in and they're like you know they read your transponder and they're like oh yeah um, uh, welcome back ambassador your uh your birth is still open if you wanted to stay at the same slot oh yes yes of course okay great yeah we'll we'll have you set up there um there, uh, there is a request that uh, when when you have time uh, for uh, someone from from the ship to drop by the sheriff's office. Okay, he was, you know, doing a lot of interviews after the, uh, well, the massive security breach that happened, and and it seems that you folks left uh, before getting a chance to talk with you. So he just wanted to said so he just wanted to to meet up and he had a few questions. Okay. Don't see what that has to do with us, but all right. Well, I, apparently, I mean, he's asking everybody, so okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just passing on a, a message that I was asked to deliver. Great. Thank you. Your message delivered. Um, so yeah, so there's slot five. Um, uh, Miles, you also get a ping because I think you'd be the one that would have set this. Mm-hmm. That um, this is the week that your uh, mortgage payment on the ship is due. Oh, great! But we have plenty of money for that, right? Oh, yeah it's 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 like sixty thousand and change, and you guys yeah. have uh, you 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 also obviously got obviously got payment from the admiral. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, great. Before, before the ship left, um, so that was. Um, that was an additional, um, beside what's already been in the bank. Um, from that, the 
the payment from the Naval War Games was the base 250K, another 100K for the two ship kills, and mm-hmm. then they threw an extra 100 on top of that for actually taking out the lab ship. Great. That's lovely. So you pulled 450 off of that, plus, of course, they refueled the ship. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, I mean, I will, like, basically immediately uh, make that payment. Great. Yep. And you, and you can do it right there at the station, right? I mean, all the it, – it goes in, it timestamps it on when that payment was made um, right. uh, against the mortgage, and then that all, you know, eventually filters back. Mm-hmm. So – it's one of the reasons that um, that the ship spotters uh, kind of operate the way they do, because sometimes someone will skip out on a payment and it may be months before they find out that payments have stopped coming in. Right. Um, it's the it's the downside of it. Um, you know, they they do their best to have, you know, no communication between the banks, um, even if the furthest like the station is pretty much out on the edge. Right. For it to get back to any kind of any of the centralized nodes, um, everything's kind of designed to, to have information flow like outside in. Right. So as opposed to everything having to get to a central core, like they've got mm-hmm. info, it goes out, stuff comes in. And then at some point it trues up along a pattern for at least for, for at least time transmitted. Um, but still, usually that might take two to three months, depending. So. You know, that's why sometimes like all somebody's been, they'll have been on the lamb for like six or seven months before they kind of realize like, oh, this person's missed a couple of payments. We need right. to send people out yeah. after them, um, which is why they then have this network they do that with. Well, that will not be me. Uh, great. So we will, we shall consider that paid. Uh, and your uh, you're at station and you can... Um, one down, um, thirty nine to go. Right? Is it forty payments? <laughs> something like that. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, How much is each payment? Just out of curiosity. Yeah. So each each payment uh, is. Uh, so you have uh, you have a well, no, it's it's more payments than that. You have oh. two hundred forty payments. To oh, because it's a it's a forty go. year mortgage, and each payment yeah. is sixty thousand five hundred fifty eight. Point one three credits. Right. Ace capitalism at its finest. Yeah. But if we, you know, uh, do our job right with this uh, naval thing, that all gets wiped off the books and then everything is profit. That's right. Sure. So, so Let's far, talk about that. You have not been running lean profit wise, which is good. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, so you've got. Uh, just some just some stuff to have out there you are you are back um you've made your mortgage payment you do still have some things you were contemplating doing to the ship there were some other upgrades um Mm -hmm. uh in terms of the jump drive reactor repair there was parts you're gonna buy that were fairly expensive yep um it was like 350k benjamin you had talked about you know, a new mm-hmm. comm systems upgrade yeah. is a couple hundred K. Um, I think Sal's got a new expenditure. She might want to pitch out there that <laughs> wants to get made. Um, and, um, and of course, there's like, all, 
Um, now that we're back at the station, would everyone like me to put together a, a list of what we need in terms of restock and resupply? Fantastic. Yes. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's oh, see. Thank you. Let's pull that together. Uh, and, um, and blue, I think you and Portia have been at the station for, you know, maybe like eight or 10 hours. Um, and you see the Ursula returning. Oh, I fully planned on meeting everyone at the underbelly. I assume that's where we're going. That's where we all hang out. Right. I did tell Xanthus that I would take him there. Yep. I'm not going to like meet them at the dock. That's like lingering. There seems weird. <laughs> Just um, like, hello. Welcome back. <laughs> that can only, well, like as far as blue's concerned, y'all like did your thing. You came back. What's the worst that could happen? Exactly. exactly. It's probably you know you've got it's head probably to okay. That's right. Yeah. Right. How could how it came how could it possibly be bad? Everything's I mean, fine. like literally we're just like, yeah, they're kinda like family now and nothing could go wrong now. This is fine. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So before we venture too far into the station, I, I mm-hmm. think I'd probably uh grab Alex and be like, Hey man, um, I think it's time maybe we uh, go get that cup of coffee we talked about. Yeah, that, that sounds great. Cool. Uh, we'll meet you guys at the bar in a little while. We just, we're just going to talk some podcaster junk. That sounds yeah. like a good idea. Uh, in fact, uh, Sal, I mean, take your time. I think, I think it may be reasonable if I just sort of chat with Blue alone. To loop oh, her yeah. in. Okay. Sure. All right. So, yeah, I mean, meet us all there. Everyone, we should all meet there and talk, but just let me kind of well, loop her in. Okay. But, I mean, you're not going to tell her not to come back to the ship, right? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm just going to let her know what's going on. So, it also, you know, give her a moment to process. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. If you need some lady business time, just say so, man. All right. Yep. Thanks. Yeah. Lady business is a good thing to call it. Sure. Um, um, Sal. Yeah. We're, um, we're, we're back at the station. Yeah. So, uh, miles is going to go, uh, these other guys have some stuff to do before we all meet up with the crew. I was thinking you and I could do a little pub crawl. Great. That sounds great. Yeah. So I have a couple places we'll go first, and then we'll end up at my favorite spot I told you about, the underbelly. That sounds amazing. All right. Put your drinking pants on. Let's go. He kind of looks down, like, quizzically at his trousers. He's like, like, are are these all right? This is the only uniform I fabricated. Oh, yeah. That's great, man. (laughs) All right. He accompanies you. Excellent. (laughs) There's not a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of requirements for pants, just so long as they are pants. Like if their <laughs> pants exist, that makes it easier to walk around in. Honestly, any situations. any any covering of your bottom—that's really—it yeah. doesn't even have to be pants. 
Yeah, you're not going to go get very far in your pub you know, with your Donald Duck in it. So I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So it seems like we've got we've got three threads. We've got Miles going to meet Blue uh, at the underbelly. We've got Benjamin and Alex having a coffee, and um, Sal and Xanthus hitting the town. Um. The good boys are going to stay, uh, stay home and guard the ship. Have you? Right. And I just, told I, the rest I'm, of I'm us guessing about like them? they're in. Yeah, are they in your room? Has anybody seen them yet? Nobody's seen them yet. They're still in her room. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, do you do you put them on? Do you put them on any kind of guard? protocol or anything before you leave or you're just having him sit there and wait till you return oh yeah um she's taught them how to open her door um and uh so okay you guys are gonna stay here remember how i taught you to open the door um once everybody leaves the ship guard protocol do patrols make sure nobody that's not the crew um or authorized persons come on the ship no lethal force if you if there's an intruder catch them. Understood. Thanks, buddies. Head pets. The voice is the weird part. <laughs> yeah, it's the deepest voice yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like to think that it comes out of both dogs at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can like do self stereo. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, sure, if they're there, if they're hanging out together. Yeah, absolutely, right? Beautiful. And that boy. Uh, let's, let's have, uh, let's have uh, uh, for sake of story, let's have Alex and Benjamin go first. All right. So, I've got... I've got a bit of an awkward question. Okay. I I know we had a talk about the origin of these possible special individuals. And I think I've got to ask, did you know about anything specifically before we went and met the Navy? Um, did, did I know what specifically? Of the existence, for sure, of people with these abilities? Well, and, I mean, the evidence is pretty overwhelming. Right. But not circumstantially speaking. I'm talking about the knowing. Uh, well, I have known one person for sure who was able to use uh, okay. psionic abilities. Yeah. Do you feel like anyone we know might be a threat? I don't think so. Okay. I, I just, I've seen, you know, on the dossier, it mentioned that blue may be connected to these folks. I, well, I, 
I think we should probably bring that up with Blue. I agree. I just wanted to make sure that in your research and in your discussions with everybody, if you found out anything that might lead you to believe that it, there might be something dangerous about that situation. Yeah, I mean, if I thought there was a dangerous situation on the ship, I would tell everyone right away. Okay. But I mean, uh, is Sal a dangerous situation? Well, I'm specifically talking about in reference to this supernatural ability. No, I understand that, but there are a number of ways for someone to be dangerous, and just because they are dangerous doesn't mean they're likely to, you know, act on that. Okay. I, I That's what I wanted to know. That's what I wanted to ask. I I didn't want us to get in a situation where we get to the bar and we have a discussion and... Somebody gets uh, an aneurysm. I think it's worth mentioning that her name is in that document. I, I think she has the right to know that. I uh, I 100% agree. I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page here about do we know if bringing that up is going to cause a response beyond more discussion? Well, I don't... I don't know one way or the other, but I will tell you my stance is that there's a bunch of people who have, are being forced to do something against their will. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm hoping to be helpful in that regard. Sure. Our, I, I agree. Yeah. 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 That's it seems to me that our, and he sort of looks over his shoulders, our, our first contact experience may unfortunately be with aggressors who want to subjugate us. And they're learning how to do that right now. Right. My concern, I think, is have we already had first contact and has it gone badly for us? And would we know... If it had. Well, no, we wouldn't know because they successfully set up the Institute to hide their processes. I, I think what I'm asking is. You're an insightful, intelligent guy. You've been looking into this situation also. Have you seen anything that might indicate that we have personally been affected? By powers of the mind for lack of a better term not in a way that would be urgent to report and i would consider um saying more would be to violate someone's confidence okay okay i think we're all on the same page then i imagine so and i imagine it's not that well concealed, what I'm trying not to say, but it's still no. not my place to say it, and I, I promise I, I wouldn't. I understand. So. I, I guess where I'm coming from is did we have an agent that may be working 
for an agency working on our ship. I don't think that that may have taken steps to change our minds on topics or influence one way or the other with things. Because how would we know? Well, I think there are a number of people who would like me to have a much more reasonable perspective on things. Um, you know, what, what I know is pretty radical and it's shocking. And I think if somebody could cause me to not know that anymore, they would want to, to cover it up. Okay. That's all the evidence I need. All right. Yeah. (laughs) I think we switch scenes. Flawless logic. (laughs) I know, I know. Oh my god. Obviously I'm right because no one has tried to stop me. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think it just comes down to like it's hard to be paranoid (laughs) Mm -hmm. and be reasonable about it. Right. This level of like is I'm, I'm doing my best. No, no, and <laughs> and like in Benjamin's head. Anything. Oh, remember, it's not paranoia if you're right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> if they're after you, it counts. Oh my god! But it's all vindication now. It, it kind of uh, yeah. It it kind of keeps yeah. coming down to the like. For Benjamin, it's like the if it's really true that people have extra sensory perception and powers of the mind what is possible right like are we all working for blue and we don't know it like all of these thoughts are racing through his head right like that's why i think that he's probably like being extra friendly to the ais because they probably can't be affected by psychic powers um, Dave, would it be okay with you if Alex says, like, in conjunction with this, like, running through your mind, he's like, look, I imagine you think we're secretly being made to work for someone on our ship against our will. <laughs> <laughs> right? As you're thinking that, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God. But I haven't been. I'm clearly of my own right mind. So that can't be the case. But would you know? That's uh, obviously. <laughs> I think he's probably put like seven sugar packets in his cup of coffee as he's <laughs> been talking and not paying attention. I imagine. I imagine it's, it's like the container, and you've mm. been like talking, and it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's a mound of slightly brown sugar mm-hmm. sticking exactly. out of a cup. Uh, I think the scene changes, and we see. So, how many of these should I consume? What's the proper number? Well, As Xanthus is is holding a a glass of some uh, fairly volatile liquid at your, let's say, third stop of the evening. Perfect. Um. Let's see. What is it? So he can't get drunk off of these, right? Not as far as you, not as far as you know, and as far as you've seen. Okay. You know, it doesn't appear to be affecting my systems in any way. 
That's pretty I'm cool. rapidly converting it to fuel, and what I can't convert, I'm just putting in a storage area. Ah, I I'll see. I'll probably need to empty it at some point. That's all right. These places have a bathroom. Um, oh, so- that makes sense. <laughs> She's not going to explain that. Um, so, it depends. Like, if you're just hanging out with your buddies... You can sip your drink. Like sometimes humans will do, like they'll challenge each other to see like who can drink the most or who can drink the fastest. But like if you're just chilling with your friends, having a drink, you drink as much or as little as you want. It's up to you. Humans get drunk, so you can't drink too fast or too many unless you want to get sloppy and kicked out of the bar, maybe. So. So which are we doing? We're doing friends hanging out drinking. Oh, okay. I'll take I'll take an appropriate amount of time with this one. Perfect. <laughs> She's like, if you uh, you could just watch me, like see how fast I drink mine, and um, and you'll get it. You'll get the hang of it. And I think as you go to 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 drink, he's perfectly mimicking. Your like tempo, <laughs> right? So it's like it's, it's a mirror image, except it's Xanthus of of drinking the drink. So he's drinking exactly the amount you are at exactly the same time you're drinking it. Awesome! This is fun. Um, do we run into anybody I know in these bars? Not yet. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, now we are at the underbelly, um, where Blue has been, where's Blue been waiting? Their usual table. Like, this is, like, she assumes, like, okay, cool, I let the, I got to hang out with my old friends, my old friends met my new friends, like, that's super cool, uh, and, like, it's cool to have a place that's, like, oh, this is where we're gonna meet, because this is, like, our place now so she's at like sal's usual table and she's kind of like committing the like scratch it like the scratched sal on the table to memory and like this is going to be a cool happy place now and i think like, <laughs> when you first fine. walk in and go to that table the staff are like oh they're helping each other they go oh and they, then they recognize you because mm-hmm. they're like oh okay well i guess we're not gonna we're not gonna get the sal show if, <laughs> if she's here tonight nobody knows she hasn't seen her in a while but I have this feeling that like Sal keeps that table on retainer. So like <laughs> it's, it's a combination of like just greasing the bartender enough. Plus the threat of physical violence, make sure that the table's like always open, like yeah. always open. But yeah. So when you go to sit there, they're like, Oh, somebody stands there. And then, Oh, Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. They recognize you. And yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you're sitting there memorizing, Memorizing the table and, you know, how Sal's name is scratched into it. And, uh, Miles, you see that Blue is sitting at, uh, at Sal's table. Yep. I sit down. Hey, Blue. Hi. How was uh, your time with Portia? Really nice. It's good to catch up on, with everyone. Good. How was um, seeing the house uh, work games? Uh, they were fun. I mean, we did well, uh, made a bunch of money, which is nice. Um, so your sure your shares will be, 
deposited in your account and all, and we were able to pay the the mortgage. So that was good. I mean, I don't have that many expenses. You guys could just use whatever for the ship uh, mortgage. Listen, I don't. We're we're dividing the shares equally. You are entitled to yours. What you do with it is on you. Okay. Well, that's thank you for that. Sure. Uh, sorry, I had to duck away. I just um, seeing Portia and everyone just sort of brought back memories, and I thought it'd be nice to just catch up a little longer. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, because it's well, it was probably a good idea for you to avoid the Navy as well. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I when I switched, when I, when I left, uh, the, when I switched left. to intelligence, the, like, I, well, I switched to intelligence, you remember, mm-hmm. uh, like that, I, I, ha- I kind of lost my taste for a lot of that, like combat stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. I definitely can imagine. Um, so about you and leaving intelligence. Uh, uh, no, no, leaving. I mean, yeah, I guess leaving I the Navy. I'm here now. Yes, and clearly yeah. you've left intelligence. Um, so the Navy offered us a gig mm-hmm. while we were there. Uh, very lucrative. More they would games, actually. I assume. Not exactly, no, not exactly at all. Um, they would pay off our mortgage entirely on the ship. Uh, uh, in exchange, we are to find and locate these three people. And I give her the data pads or show her my data pad. Okay. Aunt Blue will flip through them. Mm-hmm. She's looked at data. She's looked at in dossiers before. Mm-hmm. Um, does Blue have po- I cannot remember if I have a poker race. I don't think I do. I think based no, on that No, I drug think we've deal. established that you do. You, you, there is no Lady Gaga up in this house. Yeah. You, there is no. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Blue flips through the first, like, like doesn't recognize Indigo. Like, okay, interesting. And then, like, does looks very concerned very has has a concern <laughs> yeah um hmm. yes what <sighs> who gave you these um i mean we received them from the admiral but uh, the Admiral was pretty much just the go-between. She was very clear that uh, she didn't have much more information than what's here because this was provided by the Institute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Institute's wishes are for us to find this indigo person uh, and this commander who they believe have been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they want them returned, and they also want... A uh, six killer apprehended. Um. Now, before you freak out any further, we obviously did not tell them that you were a member of the crew or that we knew how to find you, seeing as you are listed here as a wall. Okay. 
but they contacted you. Yes. And they want you to, did you take, and you, you took the job, you have the dossiers. We took the job, but with the understanding amongst us that we do not fully at this point believe the information we've been given. Mm-hmm. We would like to find out more before deciding what the best disposition of these three people is. I I don't I don't know I don't know what to tell you then. I understand. Um though I would probably counsel you that it's probably time to be very honest with us about your past, your situation. Certainly, if you would have any idea uh, where to find Enola Six Killer, that would be a good place for us to start. But Alex, Benjamin, Sal, we are all very aware of these dossiers and very aware of the implication of these mm-hmm. dossiers. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I would even go so far as to say there may be some theories being bandied about some conversations. Uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail. We'll all discuss it, but I wanted to give you a chance to sort of process where we are and think about how you would like to proceed. Um, did they say what they wanted? What, what did they say? They said they, they implied they wanted people back. Um, con the uh, alive. It sounds like, uh, they did not necessarily want them alive. Okay. They would prefer, I think the preference would be to get all three of them back alive. Uh, There is an opportunity, I'd say, uh, for us to massage the situation. So it's possible that we could provide them with um, evidence say DNA evidence, Mm -hmm. um, possibly physical evidence, depending on how it can be arranged, uh, that would prove one of them, that would prove they're they're dead. But that does not necessarily mean that that is the truth, if you get my meaning. No, I I get it. I see. Um, And everyone else is okay with this. Everyone else is pretty much on board. I wanted to give you a chance to sort of process before we all gathered and started to discuss the best way to proceed. Look, Blue, I don't, I'm not trying to pry into your business, your past, your whatever, but you're pro- you are going to need to talk to us. Because it's very possible we are going after someone quite dangerous in a number of ways. And Enola is not 
dangerous. Not really. Okay. She's just, uh, she, she's just very competent. Competent is good. I'm concerned about her being competent because according to this, and again, like I said, we are all in agreement that these dossiers are not necessarily the truth or the full truth or give a full picture of any of the situation. But according to this, she very competently killed an agent and escaped. I, and then potentially kidnapped two other people for unknown purposes and under unknown orders. And Sal kills people as well. This is not a judgment about killing people. I'm, this is not a judgment about killing people, but what you're saying is Enola is competent. And I'm saying what she's competent in is not very nice. And if we are going to try to catch her, she could then competently kill us. And we, none of us want that. And I don't think any of us want to have to kill her. Mm. Then why take the job at all? Uh, The money is very good. And if our suspicion is that these are lies, then it is very possible that Enola is in danger, possibly from the Institute, possibly from the Navy. If we didn't take the job, someone else would. And the hope is if she is in danger, we can get her out of it. So you took it to take it to keep her safe. Largely. Don't. I th- Enola can keep herself safe just fine. I just, I, I don't think you understand the position you've put us in. Uh, well, it would be great that if someone who did explained it. <laughs> and I think this is a good time for people <laughs> to show up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, by the powerful uh, timing coincidence of storytelling, uh, Benjamin and Alex uh, come in right about the same time as Sal and Xanthus. Have I seen Xanthus's meat body yet? I don't think so. Nope. No, okay. that was while you were on the, yeah. So, <laughs> and Sal, uh, yes. Um, uh, you might not, and, and, and Sal, and from this distance, some, uh, you know, fit looking gent. I mean, in my time on the ship, Sal, as long as uh, you have an arrangement or whatever with, uh, I don't remember her name, but you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Your special friends. <laughs> you do, you boo. Uh, and you all, as you enter in, you see Miles and Blue sitting at Sal's table. Um, Sal, how have you? How how much have you been drinking on the pub? Um, she's from. She's probably uh, had a few. She's not like she's tipsy, and like Sal is kind of happy drunk. Um, okay, so she comes in like 
Yeah, it's good. Um, a little too loud, like, claps Xanthus on the back and says, that's my table, and points at it, like, let's go. Kind <laughs> of, <laughs> like, you know, and I, and a little I bit think, extra swagger. <laughs> and I, and I, and I, the, the, the camera would pick up as you're doing that. Xanthus then is, like, doing the same swagger behind you. He's following you, like, mimicking the movement. It's like, oh, right, that's the level of, of drinking that we must be at. Um, yeah. So they come. So Sal and her gentleman from come come swaggering in. And Sal uh, sits full on next down to Blue, like literally puts her arm around her shoulders and is like like loud whispers. You can kill people with your brain. That's so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. That would be perfect to follow up with Alex showing up, <laughs> offering Xanthus a fist bump, and be like, what's up, Xanthus? You've been having a good day? Yes, we've been having an excellent time. Sal's been teaching me everything that she knows about, well, maybe not everything she knows, but everything that I know about drinking in social s- situations. Fantastic. May I buy you all a drink? Yes. Thank you, Xanthus. That sounds great. Money? And Xanthus walks to the bar. (laughs) Did you give him money, Sal? Sal, what are you doing? Um, She probably has given him money so he can practice ordering a drink at the bar. Yeah. Okay. Like she teaches them about like tipping your bartender, etc. That's great. I just didn't want him to get up to the bar and like grab a bunch of drinks and walk (laughs) off and then have the (laughs) bouncer come over all angry. (laughs) Ah, yes. Just what we need. Oh boy. So there's some stuff. Xanthus has a body and it's like a person body. Yeah. With yeah. like Yeah. Yes. That's okay. That's yeah, it, real it down low on the list of stuff. I yes. that's it's not that down low. It's, it's, I, it's I mean, pretty it's pretty I, low. I, have, <laughs> I I I there's a lot there's a lot to unpack and I understand but that is a person you made. No, 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 We did not. We none of us made it. Xanthus that does that. not make me feel better. No, you and I are on the same page on that one, Blue. But I, uh, it is apparently <laughs> a battle that we are losing. I. You know what? I am in no place to talk, and I understand this. But that's fucking weird. Yes, that okay. that's. We'll have a separate set of conversations apparently weird in the sense of unique and unusual yes Yes. absolutely that's the case yeah okay don't say that to his face though you'll make him sad yeah i like xanthus and i like ursula and i guess if i got to know him i'd like chernabog but just like that's dangerous right you know yes Yes. that is blatantly dangerous Okay. Yeah, I, exactly. We're going to have so many more friends for away missions. Look at all this backup we got now. <sighs> what do you mean all this backup we've got now? Like, Xanthus is a backup. 
Well, Not yeah, but he was this. super useful when we were testing my new armor uh, weave. Like, you guys are going to like it. When I'm done making that, he was incredible. You, you taught Xanthus how to yeah. fight yes, he did. people. Yeah. Yeah, but sparring with him. He's a fast learner. And the uh, sensor in- readings were just off the charts. It was amazing. I couldn't have got as much work done, for sure. Yeah, I definitely would have broken some more ribs. Uh, more ribs. More ribs. Is, yeah. Is this lot. one right here, everybody? Just so you oh, know, okay. Sal broke my rib. Yep. Yep. A lot is happening right now. I'm yes. Okay. I'm a lot I came happening. in okay. thinking that was lower on the list than it is now. <laughs> it is pretty high. <laughs> but on the there's there's a lot to process here. Yes. But let's maybe hold off on teaching experimentally advanced AI how to kill people. Yes. Like, I think they I know. Do. I think they know. It's really yeah, easy to learn. You owe me a beer. All I had to do was just jo- download all of the like the combat protocols from Chernobog. <sighs> yeah, that's all. Because we want them to learn how to work together, too. I mean, they had that's... it already. Then. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Alright. So, so, what the fuck happened while I was gone? We uh, made oh, friends. We, cr- we crushed it on the Navy mission. Um, yes. And then they gave us another mission that's pretty sus. I think we might have to like double cross it. Um, yep, that's what I was thinking. I'd like so blue sort of like so we can make I more. Was, I was no, oh, I'm sorry, he's not there. God damn it! Joking, <laughs> <laughs> be excited. Sorry, he's not there. My bad. I'll show. Blue, blue. We're just. I know all of this with Xanthus and the ship is giving me a headache, but let's just stow that for now. You've got, you've got a headache. It's partly a metaphor, partly a, just a figure okay. of speech. I'm, I'm okay. fine. All right. It's I'm just, good. Okay. Wait, before Blue goes, we should talk. Yeah. I've. I'm not going in. Wait, okay, hold on. Nope. Hold on. I'm not. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I was okay. not expecting this reaction. You have not reacted in a way that I have anticipated <laughs> across the board. Mm-hmm. Just on so many levels. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yep. Yes, Ben. <laughs> I I don't know if there's an easy way to ask the question that I need to ask. <laughs> and I don't know if it's going to help to ask it. Wait, I, Ben, before you ask, could I... I also have a question. <laughs> hey. This <laughs> <laughs> is Should we rock, paper, scissors for our question? You can you can ask your question first. It's fine. My question will keep. Uh oh. Can you teach me the brain thing? <laughs> I like uh, that sounds uh, so useful. Um. Um. I. Blue, could we step outside? You for can a think word about it. I I think oh, at this point why 
What could you have to say to me in private at this point that isn't something that everyone else apparently needs to hear now? It was just the conversation we had where I was talking about letting your friends know something before it's discovered is uh, often the more productive yeah, Waited. that ship has 100% yeah, sailed. That has <laughs> sailed. That That's, ship is oof. gone. That ship left two weeks ago on the I, last jump. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. We, I, okay. This is fine. Whatever's happening now, this is fine. Blue, you kind of just need to start at the beginning. And then I, take it from there. And I want to be clear that I didn't tell them anything. You didn't. Okay. 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 So, um, out of curiosity, why does Sal think I can blow people up with my brain? Well, we kind of got this whole, uh, dossier of people oh, that I've the Navy looking dossier. for. And there's kind of your name on there. And these people are purported to have powers that are beyond the standard folks in the galaxy. Okay. And I feel like we've kind of had a talk about this before. And I guess I kind of need to know... Are you here to kill anybody or do any? Are you actively doing anything right now? Like panicking. I'm actively panicking. Um, <laughs> like, did you come here on your own? Are you working for anybody in particular? Like, there's a lot of possible avenues that are terrifying and a couple that aren't. And I yeah. need to know what avenue I turned on to. I... Ah. Uh, okay. Um. I'm, I'm not working for... Okay. I feel like... Okay, some... I, I, based on the in, input that is coming into me now... <laughs> um... By our I words, am not right, right by the conversation <laughs> that we are having ba based on the conversation yes. we are all Just having clarifying points of order my god okay. i am not working for anyone mm -hmm. i am not i do not have ulterior motives and i am sure as hell not a goddamn alien alex as far as you know No judgment. Okay. I just, I just, I, I think, um, it's just a lot. There's a lot, and well, it's not that much. Okay, it's, it's, uh, it's actually not that complicated. Yeah. Then start at the beginning. Should we have this conversation on the ship? <laughs> Do we need to? I feel like oh. Sal has probably scared the staff. And other patrons, regulars at this bar, yeah, not listening got, to this table. giving us a wide berth here. <laughs> it's yeah. honestly probably safer than the ship right now, considering Ursula. Also true. 
Um, Still sells like, do you want me to get two-go cups? No. I probably, but only when we leave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There's, I, I, this feels, I don't, uh, this, it's, I don't, you're not supposed to talk about it. And I'm not, I don't, it's uncomfortable to talk about. Oh, I get it. Uh, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to probe into I mean, your personal business. You figured I'm, it out several years ago. Well, okay, but I figure out things and I put them out there in the world and I don't necessarily have the proof yet. Yeah, that seems like a really irresponsible idea now, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, now, I understand that it could be seen that way, but at the same time, I don't put anybody in danger with these you put thing. yourself in danger and you put people who believe you in danger and when you put a big hit on yourself don't you think that you should I don't know stop doing that okay cause uh, not everyone is going to be nice enough to save your ass every time it happens except that we are yeah, and Wait, I don't want to do it again. You frankly, ass? what? At least once. What? I mean, what? we're your friends, okay? This yeah. is going poorly, but I the- could, yes, yes, it is going poorly, right? But we're your, we are your friends. Who at this point have are considering working with an organization. No, that is no. We are considering subverting an organization. And okay, so you find you find Enola and everyone, and then you do what? You fabricate do what? evidence of their demise. Yes, we fake their deaths. Okay, to get, them, to get them off the radar and into whatever it is they need to be doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and all we're really asking for from you is your help in achieving those goals. I mean, Miles. Yeah. You left the Navy in good standing. Yep. And you seem pretty happy to go back and take that job. Yeah, because it's good money. I just don't. This is a lot of unprecedented territory. All of this. It is. It definitely is. Now, can I do something really terrible? <laughs> oh my god! Is that <laughs> oh, your question? You, you've woken the GM up, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, only because, only because I don't know. Someone on my shoulder was like, "Hey, <laughs> um, can I, I? This is going to be a really weird, weird request of a role." Mm-hmm. But I just want to know where everyone's temperature is on the inside. Like, if they're actually being genuine. Because this seems so goddamn... This is not the worst scenario, and it's the one I, not the one I was expecting. <laughs> yes, if you'd like to read Surface Thoughts, that Can will I definitely tell that? you... That is a 
Hold on, I'm looking at. Uh, I don't know how many people. It doesn't say like one for one. It just sort of says. Uh, well, you know, let's let's have a quick look and see <laughs> what the best way to do that would be. Um, do 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 do. Um, you're right because it doesn't. It kind of implies it's one person, but you'd like to kind of get the read of the room. Yeah. Um, if, if I can, I mean, Blue really just wants to know if any of us are lying. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Telepathy yes. would work or just being able to, li- like, if, if life detection gives me a heartbeat, I could probably check that way. I right. honestly... I mean, you could... <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Read surface thoughts is the kind of the perfect thing, right? Mm-hmm. So you because you're you will know immediately whether they're lying or not lying. Yeah. Um, telepathy could could work as well. That's more emotions, like mm-hmm. so you'll know if they're feeling. But then you might get something like they're really anxious, or they're <laughs> worried, or you know, uh, drunk, or whatever. Right. So Let's that's just... not that won't be as clear as reading surface thoughts. Um, it is, it does usually seem like it's designed to be an individual, but if you would like to kind of do the group, mm-hmm. um, we'll just make it a single roll and up the psi cost. Okay. So, so normally it's two for a person. We'll give you a group discount on four. So we'll make it, um, six sigh and you get one roll and it's against an eight and you're going to roll your um roll against your psionics one d6 and, and your and your telepathy skill two d6 two d6 and you get to add dice modifiers for your telepathy level that's a plus two and then your psi is a nine right so mm-hmm. that should be another plus one i think yeah well no i tell these at one and then psi is at one oh, okay so. okay gotcha 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 yeah so roll and you're at a plus two and you need an eight or better yeah. I got a four and a five plus two is 11. I can't yes. count. Wow. Yes. So, um, can't you, roll higher than 11 on a D, D20, but boy, do I rock on sixes. <laughs> that's, that's good. See, 11, D6 is strong. It's just about the dice you're using. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm, everyone's being, so everyone's surface thoughts. Let's just go around the table real quick. Miles. <laughs> it's the banana thing. Oh, you're muted, sorry. I'm being honest uh, about our intentions and where we're at. I'm concerned about the crew being in danger, but that's my number one concern. Right. So he's being he's being honest. He's being genuine, and he's saying that's what the plan is. Alex? Um, Alex is excited and worried for Blue. Okay. Uh, Sal? Um. Sal is kind of her general brain mood is like, yay, more murder friends. Um, <laughs> so she's being genuine. She wants to help these people because she wants to make friends with them and uh, work with them if they're dangerous. Um, and also there's, you catch an errant like, oh, I wonder how the dogs are. Uh, thought. <laughs> and Benjamin? I think... Benjamin is barely keeping himself together from like just losing it in a combination of terror and 
helpless hopelessness? Uh, like, I think as soon as Blue mentioned, like, having helped out before, and like, what does that mean? What, uh, who, who, where, what, when, like, how often are these people coming after me? Like, all of that crazy paranoia stuff about, like, they know everything and they're everywhere is way right at the top, right? And then there's, like, the undercurrent of, like, he also doesn't want to, like, you know, drag people kicking and screaming back to some horrible monolithic agency that intends terrible things for everyone. Like, that's not, that's not his desire at all. It's more like he would rather expose that agency for the terrible things they do is that the the prominent thing? Is that like is that how you'd phrase it? Like we're going to expose a terrible agency? Yeah, I mean, like that's that's his mo. Like you, even, I mean, just everything he's about is about putting that stuff out there, and like um, the the more people know about stuff, the less danger it is. It, it is to everybody. Blue's going to answer that directly. But but hold on, hold on. <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> there is a subcurrent of. Is Blue actually controlling all of our minds? Like, at what, like, have we had free will since we met? Like, did I walk into this <laughs> bar and doom myself into, like, a mental servitude situation? Like, what horrible events has led me to be in this position? Yeah, like, all of that is going on in there. Okay, cool. Um, Blue's going to answer at least several uh, several of your questions directly because sure. you're the one who has the most active i'm so sorry no no it's it's yeah. perfectly okay i'm excited um so like as as you guys are all like as this the panic um blue just sort of stops and uh, blue, blue just sort of looks at Ben and is, is just like i would not call the institute a terrible monolith um any more than any like government agency would be, I suppose. Uh, okay. Mm. It's much more complicated than that. I that I won't talk about um, in public. I don't think we can. But no, um, no. It, it takes way. We we should actually not be here for this conversation, but. It takes too much. This is as comforting as she's going to get. Uh, it takes too much effort to constantly take to constantly control anyone's brain. Okay. So right. you would you still have all you have and always have had free will. Okay. <laughs> She didn't answer uh, a question you thought, but otherwise. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. But. How, like. How can we take steps to help? I guess. I don't know. What do you mean? Help, help us or help? Help. Ever, ever like. You're it's obviously on this list too, peripherally. Like, are they coming after you now? Well, I sort of assumed they. I, I really hoped they wouldn't. I, I'm not a huge loss. 
I shouldn't have been a huge loss. I mean, it doesn't look like they they are, but I don't think they would mind finding you. That's what bothers me about this situation. Yes. Well, they're not going to find you. And if they do, I'll kill them. Yeah, no, we're we are 100% not going to let them find you. I mean, thank you for that. Yeah, we're all on the same page there. Yeah, I'm glad I'm I'm glad to have confirmation on that. I guess I guess uh, I left for my own reasons, but I left before Enola. I don't know why she left. Um, Do you have any idea where she might go? I might, but I, I couldn't say. We were I mean, very, we were very close. Enola is like a sister to me. I well, don't know that. I don't know that I could, in good faith, even try to bring her back under any sort of radar. We are not. The, she is already on the radar. I just, I, wanna, I just wanna say our goal is not to bring her back. Our goal is to help her get further away, mm-hmm. but she is already on their radar. Okay. As long as this is within the capacity to help, we can do this. But I assume it's going to be a lot harder than you guys. Well, I mean, I, I assume you guys know this is going to be hard, and this is weird, yes. and it's just not. It's just not. It's going. Mm. We can do this, and I'll explain everything I can. Or, that, yeah. That's all any of us really want. Okay. Because there's a lot. <laughs> can, can we back on the ship at some point sit down and have like an extended interview? Absolutely kind? fucking not. No. What the? Okay. No. What? <laughs> I'm not going to. I wouldn't. Obviously. Ben, I wouldn't. Listen. Ben. Ben. No. Ben. Oh, no. Listen. No. No. <laughs> We, uh, like off think, the record conversation. Like we're we're gonna okay. You'll like. I will answer your questions. I will answer any questions you have to the best of my ability. I just I feel like you don't seem to understand what that people that people don't always like when you tell people the things they don't want other people to know. Oh, I get it. That's I 100% again, get it. To be, to, be com- to be maximally fair, Alex worked very hard to not tell us anything. It's just your name is on a dossier. Oh, so Alex told <laughs> No, Alex no. did not tell us anything. He super didn't. He Her name to is in a dossier. No, I know. We all did the math. I, I assumed as much. You're so, welcome to read my mind to confirm. <laughs> I do not care to. Okay. Very weird place in there. Um, The. Okay. We'll do this. I'm okay doing this. As long as you understand the risks. Yeah, I think we do. I think you all do. 
I can answer other, any questions you have, just not here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, also, not, can yeah. someone please explain this thing? And she points up at this We cannot. Okay. Let's, you, let's you, point, you point over to the bar and say that, and Xanthus isn't there. Oh, God. Why? Yeah. And that's where we'll leave it. Oh, God ah. damn it. Oh, look what time it is. Jesus yeah, Christ. I yeah, like, I we're, not talking, we're not having this conversation here. We're going to wrap and go next. Uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us for tonight's session. I hope uh, everybody had fun playing tonight and for everyone watching and listening. <laughs> you would love it if you would share the game with your friends. If you're new to the show and want to catch up on previous episodes, please point your browser to happyjacks.org forward slash Station. And if you're interested in all of the other succulent content on the Happy Jacks network, be sure to check out the calendar after our closing go around. Uh, I'm Bill. It's been my pleasure to be station manager this evening. Um, and and boy, uh, we certainly moved from the F around to the find out portion mm-hmm. of the of the slider tonight. And uh, mm-hmm. and it was for me at least was delightful. Um, I'll let everybody have their have their goodbyes. We'll start with with Miles Manning. Hi, y'all. Uh, Jay Holtham here, signing off. You can find me at Jay Holtham on your internet machines uh, in the various social places you go there. And you can also find me on uh, 12-Sided Stories and sometimes on probably it's probably OK's Twitch channel. Uh, Mr. Mills. Oh, that's me. I'm It's Probably OK. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at It's Probably OK. I stream on my channel Wednesdays and Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then I'm here every other Monday. That's it. Thanks. Blue Lynn Wallace. I've been Clara. Um, I'm Clara, and you can find me all over the internet, mostly as clearly underscore golden, unless you're into mermaids, in which case it's mermaid underscore clarity. Uh, Right now, I'm doing uh, this game every other Monday. And then at indeterminate, because we've had some uh, plague situations, I can't say that anymore because it's bad, Um, because our storyteller... (laughs) has uh probably something horrible in his throat um but you can find me over uh, guesting over with queen's court games podcast uh the all night society where we are playing uh vampire the masquerade and i think i might be going back for some other stuff later so you should definitely check them out it's a very well-produced show salamander sal brooks oh i am sam i play sal you can find me on the internet at red android um, you can also find me on Happy Jack's RPG um, for this show and then soon again for our verified e-game when it comes back. And on Saturday mornings on It's Probably Okay Twitch channel. And our um, always content generating Benjamin Lister. Uh, who's I, I'm disappeared. here. I've, I've <sighs> just got uh, stupid USB driver issues. Okay. Uh, like all night, my camera has been flickering off, and then I have to wait to cycle it to turn it back on. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Kadave. Uh, you can find me at the moment here. This is the only online game I'm playing, uh, in the tabletop RPG realm. Uh, you can also find me on my own, uh, Twitch channel at CA Sith Lord, um, where I have been driving a digital truck through the Western United States. Uh, picking up cargo and making some money and just having random conversation with anybody that stops in. Like, I've talked about the places we're driving past. Sometimes I have digital CB friends that log into a Discord and talk with me while I'm driving, and we talk about, like, 
what are who are the famous people that have come from Coos Bay, Oregon, or like just random random stuff. So uh, if you're bored on a Tuesday or a Thursday uh, in the evening, usually about six o'clock to eight o'clock or so p.m., uh, stop on in and be part of that random fun conversation. Excellent. Thank you. I guess last thing I'll close with, I is new for me last couple of weeks and now on uh, every Thursday from about 1 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I am playing D&D Dark Alliance, the new video game with Dom Zooks and a couple of other folks from Saving Throw. Um, so if you want to see us talk about uh, video games and um, I'm playing uh, Caddy Bree, which is uh, extremely fun, doing a lot of arrow based damage. Um, and, uh, so that's it. That's, uh, us for this evening and thank you. And, uh, good luck finding alien hybrids out there. Hopefully not in your storyteller's throat. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Weird implication, actually. Hold on.